This week on Face Off Hockey Show, boy, we got some stuff happening here. Boy, the Coyotes are bad. Boy, P.K. Suvin's dirty. And we got the finalists for the Jack Eichel competition. Uh, boy, howdy, are we going to love that? It's going to be something until it's nothing. And this isn't nothing. It's Face Off Hockey Show, and it's right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the face-off hockey show, Scotty Waz. I put new candle wax in my burner, and it's the it's like fresh, the fresh laundry smell. And now I just can't get it off my hands, and it's kind of revolt re- revolting now. Yeah. Uh. I was gonna ask you if it was a DVD burner. That'd be nice. That'd be really nice. Yeah. VHS to DVD conversion. Yeah, good. obviously. Uh, I mean, those things are all the rage. Mm-hmm. But you got to get the home videos on the DVD. Look or else any, how are you gonna keep them? Look at any thrift store, brother. They got yeah. tons of in there. Johnny P. There, Scotty Watts here. Welcome, to Space Off Hockey Show for November. White Club's back. So yes. shout out to that. Woo. Um. Thank God. Took a while, but we got here. Um, yeah, it was quite the week here in hockey world. Uh, some bad press conferences, some, uh, more shit, resignations, all, all the good stuff, all the fun stuff happened. I mean, normal, normal, normal things for the end of October, 2021, 22 season. <laughs> so, well, let's, let's see what happens here. But Johnny, how the, how'd your, your week go? Another uh, week hockey. Week went good. Um, I don't normally wear the same thing on the show in two weeks in a row. But I wasn't going to say anything. I decided that tonight uh, we needed to break out the Gales mm-hmm. uh, sweater again. I I realized I wore it, wore it last week, but you know when uh, Mr. Kenyon uh, dies, you know you wear Mount Saint Joe Gales uh, regalia on the show. So shout out to Mr. Kenyon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was funny because uh, so Mr. Kenyon, when we were seniors in high school, and I never actually had him in class, but I was friends with all the smart people that actually cared about science. Um, and yeah. uh, he uh, he brought us all uh, to get like in a group at one point and because people were making fun of the way he talks. Right. You know, like he's got that voice he's a very distinctive voice. Mm hmm. And uh, he gets everybody together and he goes, uh, he's like, boys, you know, I never, I didn't always talk this way. And everybody's like, what? And he goes, he goes, yeah. It's like when I was in high school, I had this teacher. And I was making fun of the way he talked. And I just kept talking like that for the rest of my <laughs> life. <laughs> never, I started laughing. <laughs> we're like, we're sorry. Um, but yeah, great person. Great teacher. Uh, 
the literally the thin line between insane and genius. Yeah. Um, and looked the part too, I must say. Yeah, him and uh, Mr. Hughes yeah. were the two people uh, that I can quite literally say like are are that thin line between insane and genius. Uh, great teachers, though. You know, any teacher that you remember being in class or around campus or whatever 25 years later um left a left a mark on your life so uh and i got a package today from the uh by by the the way i just want to say this before we move on past uh kenyon um there is a hour and five minute last lecture that kenyon did on the saint joe website oh yeah and the first thing you have is uh it looks like uh, mr hughes doing a good solid a tight 10, a tight 10 to start the thing. Mr. Hughes uh, was probably roasting him before it. Yeah, it was probably it was a probably a tight 10 for him. And then it goes to big Dave Norton. And then you get to Bernie Canyon uh, eventually. Uh, and he does his uh, lecture for God knows how long. Looks like an hour plus. There's a slideshow. Literally, you can see the day change out the window of the cafeteria. <laughs> so. Uh, if you check it out, the last lecture by Mr. Bernard Kenyon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's your package. Yeah, I got a package. Um, I was going to drink bottled beer tonight, but I couldn't leave my house because I was working until 615. I thought you were going to say because coronavirus. Um, so I just had a purple drink and purple I poured drink. vodka into it. So nice. I'm sure I'm sure that that would be appropriate uh, for Mr. Kenyon, a, a grape nas uh performance energy drink with vodka um yeah so i got a new bottle opener hangman adam page getting ready for full gear i got uh some new hockey cards a dominic hasek rookie card in the blackhawks a dominic hasek marquee men in the old sabers i especially Uh, like the dominic with a c we can call him that now dominic with a c uh, Sergey Fedorov. It looks like he's twelve. <laughs> uh, I got a Jeremy Mayfield uh, diecast with the uh, Minnesota Wild All Star Game hood. That thing's that was, badass. That was before he was uh, busted for methamphetamine. That's fine. I mean, what could go? <laughs> it wasn't his car. <laughs> and maybe uh, the oh, I did also get a. Uh, Hockey skate shot glass. Yeah. Which did make it unbroken, which is hey, good, perfect. Which was fantastic. I think I have one of those. Uh, I actually do have one of those that my grandfather gave me when I was a kid. Nice. Because um, my grandfather used to drink like Canadian mist. Uh huh. I believe it was. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And uh, it was made by the same company. So you, it came with one of those little hockey skate shot glasses. And he was like, you like hockey here. And it was before I knew what a shot glass was. I was like, this is awesome. Hey, a little cup. Tiny cup. <laughs> He's like, just don't show your parents. <laughs> and then this, I get to hang up next yeah. to my Jim Carrey. <laughs> a good old 1995 edition Sergei Fedorov. Look at that slapper. Right. Full extension of the slapper. Uh, full on wooden stick right there, it looks like. It may even be a two-piece. It's got the it's it's fully black with a uh, with an obvious wood 
Obvious would uh, uh, played to it. Yeah. Obvious would played. <laughs> On the back, we have a Luke Rovatai, uh, Chris Chelios, a Martin Brodeur, a Dominic Hasek. That does not look like Dominic Hasek at all. Uh, Pierre Turgeon, Rob Blake, Bob Corkum, and Sandus Ogilich, and more. But yeah, by the way, can can you look at can you hold up the back of that the the back of the box there? The you know as cool as starting lineup was, very limited pose selection <laughs> as you see there. Very well, limited uh, pose selection. Luke Robitaille is close to the Sergey Fedorov, but he's got a little more uh, hip turn. Yeah. Well, you can move the move the thing. A little more hip turn. It on it. <laughs> but this is the best part about a starting lineup, which I just noticed today. Uh huh. And it's probably because the last time I had like a, a package starting lineup is the Jim Carrey one that's behind me, but I just didn't notice it. That was years ago, or when I was a kid. I did not realize starting lineups are good for ages four to mm-hmm. one hundred and four. Yeah. So you can play with a starting lineup for five more years past than you could pass what you can use Legos. Yeah. Because Legos only go up to ninety nine. Because obviously this is a better toy. <laughs> better toy. So yeah, great package from the uh Thank you. From the <laughs> North Dakota. I still have, I've got like I've I have so much shit for you at this point that if I sent you a package, it would be easier for me just to fly. Right. Like <laughs> They're like, sir, your your carry-on is very close to being overweight. I'm like, yeah, well, it's costing me less than if I use UPS. Yeah. yeah you understand the cost savings analysis I'm doing right here? Uh, but thank you. It, yeah, no problem. You and Jen. I'm sure yeah. Jen was a part of that. Uh, she she provided the shot glass. <laughs> um, everything else was me. Uh, but it's funny because when we went to the post office, uh, the difference between two-day... And six day shipping was ten cents. Oh, so that's like, interesting. Why are we not doing the two? Why are we doing not doing the two day? Why did you even give me this option? Look I feel like I feel like that's extremely smart on USPS part because okay. now they're like, cool, we just got rid of that package way faster. Mm-hmm. And two, like now they'll get you hooked on two day, and yeah. the next time you you go to like send something, they'll be like, okay, well the difference is like. 12 bucks and you're like it was 10 cents last time i was here fuck off with this janice i don't need this in my life now you told me one thing now you tell me another i don't get it i do appreciate that it came to the right address first time as well hey listen we're doing our best to try try to make things right (laughs) i'm waiting to hear back from potsy because i sent potsy stuff too uh so i'll see i'll have to see if he well i didn't even know it was showing up it just yeah the package was on my front porch today i was like check that out didn't tell either of you it was coming. So uh, perfect. That's the way it should be, really. Surprise packages. Yeah, that that got me in trouble last time. And then I have a uh, then I then I have hockey this weekend. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the main the mains are in town. The mains are in town. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but some good news after the podcast, though, after the Chesapeake Hockey Week podcast came out today for the Black Bears. Yeah, I know. Everything happens late. Like, the fucking EHL reveals all their stars of the week on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, then the fucking NAHL sets, says, tells us Luca DePasco is the goalie of the month, which, fuck, that was a hell of a record. 4-0. Four and, four and oh. 
like insane save percentage and goals against. I did appreciate how they didn't have a record on it. It just said four games, four wins. <laughs> exactly. Eat dick. You don't even know the other part. Know the other parts of the score. You do this. Oh boy, I'm looking at all the uh, the the uh, comments for Bernie Kenyon. Oh yeah, that a dollar fifty will get you the bus. Huh. Okay. Uh, Spring is in the air, and so is the science fair. Bernie Kenyon, players. He was the one who came up with player. He did. Yeah, he did. Definitely. There was also a point uh, my I think it was my senior year where we uh, pitted uh, Kenyon and um, Sigelski mm. against each other. Jesus. So we would. Uh, so people that were in the class had like a video, uh, like a recorder. Right. And if you ever had Kenyon, he wasn't too keen on like showing you work on how you solved like the uh the um, equations in uh, chemistry, he would just be like, all right, so here's where we start. And you do this and you do this and you do this and got it. Water. Everybody's like, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? <laughs> so one day they recorded him on like a tiny like tape recorder because those were the things in the day. I grew up in the mid 90s <laughs> and took it to Sigelski who was the um like algebra 2 um algebra 1 algebra 2 calculus like teacher at St. Joe. So we played it for him and he went on like a 15 minute diatribe about how uh chemistry wasn't real math and we were like what? <laughs> It's it's not math, it's science. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. But it was so good to us at the time. Yeah. Obviously. Six point oh two three times ten to the twenty third power. That's a mole. Anyway. Wow. I think uh, Mark actually did have him though. He did. I think him and Jeopardy and K Man had him. I never had him. I had uh I had Miss Sutton, who ironically enough. I got good grades in that class because I've known her for my whole life because Smart. my mom and her mom work together in That's reality. Good. So nice. there you go. Not good for me. I, I had to refrain from calling her Beth all the time in the classroom. <laughs> right. Because A, because yeah, I mean, I'm a student and B, I'm also like 15 at the time when I, uh, I was a so header in sophomore year. So I'm just yeah. like, well, that's right. I can't. I was really terrible at science. The mm -hmm. only science I was really good at was physics. And that was because that was basically math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I did nothing this weekend. We went out. We sent packages to Johnny and Potsy, and that's about it. In all honesty, didn't have any hockey. We got hockey this weekend. The hockey was in Penn State. Although I watched a lot of fucking hockey on hockey TV. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. Oh, are you, are you going back to the Quebec men's league? No, like like Mar the Black Bears had a game in the afternoon. Both days, team, right? Yeah, and then Team Maryland had a game after that, after Saturday's game. So I sat and watched that. And then I sat and watched the Maryland club team play. And then I sat and watched the Navy D2 club team play <laughs> on Saturday. Because they all just kind of went back to back to back to back like Tom Amanti. Nice. So, yeah. So that was that was a part, partook in my hockey TV uh, subscription. That's for damn sure. Well, that's good. I mean, you are getting your money's worth from hockey TV. 
Hell yeah. I was able to go back Friday and watch it my own will. The the I, I was able to fast forward the first two periods of the, the Danbury uh Maryland <laughs> game on Friday because nothing fuck happened. Yeah, but then they scored seven goals in Yeah, in then they scored seven minutes. goals in the last twenty two minutes. It's like, what are we doing, guys? What the fuck? And then they scored four goals in the first twenty minutes of the next game, so here we go. Oh, injuries. We've got injuries all the way through. Don't know what that's. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. It's a COVID list week, baby. It starts off with today's news that Sidney Crosby has COVID. He's tested positive and is showing symptoms. <laughs> so he hasn't even started playing hockey again yet. Nope. <clears throat> so he is uh, he is out. He is week to week, aren't we all? Penguins got hit pretty hard uh, as well. Uh, Chad Ruedel and Marcus Pedersen also. On that list, uh, Brian Dumoulin also on that list for that. So uh, 10 days for Crosby. A lot of guys, guys who have been in uh, protocol so far for the Penguins include also include Chris Letang, Jeff Carter, Jake Gunsel, and Zach Aston Reese all earlier in the season. So boy, howdy, there's that. Then the San Jose Sharks on the other coast, they got hit hard. Including their coach, Brian, uh, Bob Bugner, placed on there. Eric Carlson, Jake Middleton, Radim Semek, Mark Edward Vlasic, Andrew Cagliano, Jonathan Dolan, and Matt Nito. Uh, Neto got uh, got themselves. Logan was under the weather, but he was not in COVID protocol as of yet. And yet. then uh, a little today, earlier today, I think they said that um, someone else was in. Uh, where is that? Give me that story. Give me that sexy story about the Sharks. Uh, Cogliano was put out of protocol. It's so misery. He, oh. he, yeah, exactly. He is good to go on that. And I can't remember who they put into protocol. But anyway. Yeah, Sharks pens hit pretty, pretty hard on that one. Jeez. Yeah. Still real, folks. Oh, that's right. Uh, LeBanc. Kevin LeBanc was uh, the other one. He was great in Friends. Exactly. Uh, but some to, to some non-virus injuries. Matthew Perot, he's got an eye injury. He is out two to three weeks. Uh, and TJ Oshie, lower body injury week to week. He was seen in a walking boot on the Halloween picture. Yep, true right story. Today. So we're thinking ankle, uh, obviously. Ankle, high ankle sprain, I'm sure, is the word of the day. Could have been a broken foot. Who the fuck knows? They don't tell us shit. Um... P.K. Subban was fined fifteen thousand dollars, the max allowable, for the another dangerous trip. This time on uh, Trevor <laughs> Z- uh, Zagros, um, and then Cedric Paquette was suspended two games for Zagrat cross-checking Zagrat in this whole thing. So he's just getting beat up. This kid. Yeah, what the heck? But man, fucking P.K. Subban turning into a fucking dirty, dirty player. I don't know yeah. if, it's, if he's turning into or has been the entire time, and then we just didn't notice it. But he's like, it's noticeable this year. That's three he's times. just tripping people. Yeah, maybe it, it could also be though that he's slowing down too. I was thinking that too. He's just he's losing a step and he's just kicking people's feet out from under. But here's the thing: he's doing it against guys like Ryan Reeves, Milan Lucic, and now this kid. 
Yeah, but so he used to be able to like he's still doing the exact same thing that he's done for years, except now he's like a half step slow. Right. Right. And so instead of getting there and planting a foot and like hitting somebody to the boards, he's just like checking. He's just like tripping them in the corners. Instead of, and Yeah. Instead of getting the foot in front and then checking, he's just like, nah, I'm just going ki- to kick. Hiya. I don't know. I, I The 15K is a lot. I mean, that, that has to be because it's his second of the season. I think so. I would have like I put on uh, Lyles, they probably hit like two times ball before. Mm-hmm. Before they found out the fine, so they hit the cash multiplier on this one. Uh, a day after uh, people called for his resignation, Joel Quinville resigned with Andrew Marmet taking over the bench of the Florida Panthers. Uh, NHL catching a lot of flack just in life this week. Yeah. So I mean, this was one of the reasons, and I can understand why. I mean, fuck, you know, you got a guy in this kind of con- in this embroiled and pretty much at the at the head of this table in terms of what's happened with the Blackhawks, a guy who said, oh, I've got a cup run. Let's fucking go. Why? He's, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So, and then, yeah, this the sloppy press conference from the uh, from the NHL. And the NHLPA is like, let's launch an investigation about why the investigation didn't reach all of us. <laughs> so, a whole lot of fuckery going on between the uh. NHLPA. I did see the one that Shevel Dayoff did, though. Yeah. Shevel Dayoff just hanging out. By the way, could they get a better stock photo of the Stanley Cup, please? There's a stock photo on here there, the, of just the cup being raised. And right in the eyesight of it, it's the it's the blank one for the season that didn't happen in 04, 05. Ah, cool. Like, right there, I'm just like, ah, yeah, that's awkwardly positioned and awkwardly picked up. That sucks. Oh, well. So... Uh, Johnny Patreon, we got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. It's a, it's a thing we do to collect money for the show. It goes back into the show. About that. It's nice. Uh Patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. You give a dollar, you get the video show every single week. And if you give a dollar or if you give five dollars, you get the video show. You get to pick a segment on the show. And we might do some secret shows for you. There might be something we're cooking up. Uh, we'll see about that. But yeah, patreon.com slash face hockey show. Be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. They contribute. So can you. It's patreon.com slash face hockey show. I had a tie this week, Johnny. Okay. And we'll talk about one and we'll wait till Lyle gets on to talk about the other because I think that that's uh, better suited for him. <laughs> Boy, the fucking coyotes are bad. Man. Holy shit, are they bad. Uh they are not great. How not great are they? They're the only team without a win eh. in the NHL. I mean, that's fine. When the stickers come on the helmets, they'll be fine. They'll win games. It's right? like the opposite of the uh, can- of Sean's theorem for cancer. Uh, ho- hockey fights cancer stickers. What's that? That was a lot of words. Uh, that was a salad. Um, I had a thought, but I was saying the sentence backwards. So yeah. in midstream, I was trying to like fix the sentence. Um. So yeah, can we do it? Can we move them to Houston now? Like that seems to be <laughs> mid-season, just mid-season move, like they did in the WHA all the time. Let's look at some stats, shall we, Johnny? Make it so. Um, in ten day- games, they are o nine and one. They have a point oh five oh win percentage. Okay. And they have a minus twenty nine goal differential. 
Yeah, that's fine. Not not great. Not great. Not great. They've only scored 13 goals this season. In comparison, Alex Ovechkin has scored nine. <laughs> so I did watch uh, the Caps Coyotes game. And uh, Phil Kessel just looked like disinterested in life. Yeah, like, right. At one point, he came out on the ice, and there was like a defensive zone, um, like skirmish for the Coyotes. And uh, he like skated out into the middle and hung out there a little bit and then skated back to the bench like 15 seconds later. Didn't touch the puck, didn't get anywhere near the puck. Just like, and the puck didn't clear the zone. He <laughs> was just like, ah. Go back to the bench. It's fine. Um, the Coyotes. Do you want to guess who their leading scorer is, Johnny? Um, Lubo Spartekos. Close. Pierre Spartan. Shane Gostasbear. Oh, look at the Ghost Bear go. Ghost Bear, five assists. Uh, he's also a minus six. Or er, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> fine. there's that. Uh, the goaltending. You know, Carter Hutton's not doing great. He's got a 776 goals against average in three games. Their starting goaltender now is something called, I think this is the guy who we kind of uh, roasted on a while back because we didn't know how the fuck he was able to do it. Or no, that's another guy. That was the other guy, I think. Yeah, it was the other guy. Uh, Carl uh, Vemaki. Vemelki. Vemelki is the the goaltender now for your Coyotes. Let's look at his record. Oh six and zero, or six and one. All right, two fifty four goals against, nine twenty two save percentage. Oh, that's not. How is that a guy who's oh six and zero, and his save percentage currently ranks tenth uh, in the league? I think it is. Let's see. Um, nope, Carter Hutton is last. Um. Sorry, his his save percentage ranks in the top twenty still. Uh, or no, sorry, twenty tie for twenty first. Still, that's pretty good given the fact that their team is dog shit. Uh, has he faced the most shots in the in the NHL? No. Uh, he has faced the eleventh most shots. Jake Allen has faced more, but still, it's a lot. Fuck Eric, like they're moving to Houston, right? Like this is like. Why are we fucking around with this right now? They're not. This is not a good team. No one gives a shit less on the team. They could give a shit. And they then they put out a statement. They're going to have open practices. A lot of people thought it was free agent camps. <laughs> so. They've been shut out like uh, several times this year. It's, it's a it's a it's a sad team, and I don't think there's any coming back from it. No. Like my God, man! What are we doing here? They've been shut out three times this three times in ten games. That's thirty percent of their games they've been shut out this year. It's not good. Well, uh, I don't know anymore. Does it like? At what point do we talk about like ownership just not giving a f- like? We talk about the the uh, Pagulias and they got a shiny new toy in the Bills and they just kind of throw the Sabers off to the side, but. Man, like this ownership came in, what was it, like last year? They came in, or two years ago, they came in guns ablaze, and we fucking own a pizza shop. We're going to make this happen. Diversity? Fuck yeah, let's go. Let's get everybody in here. Let's have a new look at that. What's that? 
No. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. No, don't worry about what we're doing here. Don't worry about the 0-9-1 record. Don't worry about Phil Castle just not giving a fuck, and we're paying him a lot of money to do so. To not kick. Yeah. June 2019. My God. Almost seems like forever ago. I mean... Yeah. Like, if you're... If you're the the Tempe group, right, or whatever, the people in Tempe where the mm-hmm. Coyotes are trying to get this new arena built and everything, like, do you even want them around? Oh, like, well, and the, the funny thing about that is that that futuristic lay of the land they had. Yeah. Um, the problem with that is that's what they wanted to build in Glendale, too. And it just never materialized. Albeit... Glendale's a good hour away from Phoenix proper. Um, and Tempe, not so much. Tempe's like right down the road. And Tempe has actually, you know, people in it already. But I, I don't think, I, I'm with you. I don't know if I would want them in my, in my portfolio right now. It seems like a bad time. It's just sad, though. <clears throat> like, I don't know. Is this the curse of Shane Doan? But like he left, the and they're going to just be like... Well, he's still with the team. That's the problem. Well, he stopped playing. Oh, that's true, yeah. But his son's there now. They picked him as a, as a nepotism pick. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's just like... Unless yeah. there's a Doan playing on the team, like literally on the team, they, they're they not going to be good. Think, things started to go good. Like afterwards, things were changing. We got living La Pizza Loca guy in here. Uh-huh. And now this. That now, they drafted another Doan. We've dra- we have to draft another Doan if we want to save this franchise. What's that? Glendale's kicking us out? Fuck. Like, it's funny that there's not more rumblings. Not more rumblings of, of a possible move or a possible stopgap for these, these guys. Are they going to play at the fucking Oceanside Arena that ASU plays it that houses 500 people? Maybe. I would love if that were to happen. The stock yeah. gap, the the in between the like fail safe is Houston, right? That is, and that and that's, I'm not gonna lie. I think that we we prognosticated that when Arizona moved to the Central Division, that the fucking well that definitely means they're moving to Houston. That it might actually happen. they might actually ask Arizona State to go with them. That'd be wonderful. Arizona State goes to Houston. <laughs> And now that they're still called Arizona State. Okay, well, that's even weird. It's a satellite campus? Oh, my God. Yeah, Arizona State, Houston. (laughs) Sam Houston State. Ah, Mr. Batonzo, you're late. (laughs) Is that like Pennsylvania College of Indiana? Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. You mean Indiana University, Pennsylvania? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I did that on purpose. IUPU, IUP, which we did football games for. (laughs) Mm. We're talking about the Coyotes, Mark, and how bad they are and why they should just move midseason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought they were going to be, you know, up-and-coming contenders. They they have this new arena coming. Do they? Or, I, thought that it, thought it was a, I thought it was a thing. We reviewed it two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, no, it, 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 it was the, just renderings. Oh. It, was, it was the proposal, and they're the only group to bid for it, and I still don't think they're going to get it. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. So they're bad. They're they're the, the only NHL team without a win in ten, in ten games. 
That's brutal. Yeah, their goaltender is something called a uh, a uh, Carl Vel- uh, Velmaki. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I you've been on the Coyotes beat for a while, Mark. So what do you think? What say you? <laughs> Have I? I was more on the Thrashers beat twenty <laughs> years ago, but uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I'm, it's not surprising. Not surprising that 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 that. That team has been a train wreck for a couple decades now. When's the last time that they were actually like a legitimate threat to do anything? They made the playoffs one year. They made the playoffs in the bubble, and then they upset the Blackhawks. Remember? Well, I mean, I, that doesn't count. I mean, I mean, literally, like oh, sec- got- first or second in their division. You know, they got expectations the in 2012. Okay. That's the only time as a franchise they've got to the conference finals. That's the only time as a franchise they've gotten out of the first round. There you go. And since then, not so much. They won the qualifying round in the bubble against the, sorry, against the Predators, and then they lost the Avalanche in the first round there. <laughs> the Predators put up a banner though for it. That, that's true. They did. They did. Yeah. You know, well, we just got up to thirty-two teams finally, and might as well just go back to thirty-one. There's really no difference there. We already know how it works. Everybody's used to it. We're going to go back to Houston. We're going to get that Toyota Center money, baby. Yeah. And meanwhile, Kansas City is just sitting there like, come on, guys. We built this fucking disco ball in an arena for nothing. 15 years ago. Kansas City's arena is outdated and obsolete at this point. (laughs) It really is. That arena is, what, 20 years old? I would say. It's, It's never been used for more than concerts and no, uh, and, and uh, NCAA tournament. Yeah, I was gonna say NCAA. Yeah, sorry, it's it's now called the T-Mobile Center, not the Sprint Center. Open oh. in. Well, isn't Sprint dead? Yeah. Now it got bought by T-Mobile. There you go. It was. It was. It was. Wow, this thing fucking opened in 2007. It's already outdated. Yeah. <laughs> I was closer. I said 15 years. Actually yeah, 14. They are host of the uh, the former host of the Kansas City Command of the AFL, and they host the Big Twelve men's basketball tournaments uh, as nice. well. Uh, it's 100 and, still... 110 feet tall. In case you were wondering, nothing about its wingspan though. Oh, okay, uh, well, yeah, see, yeah, that's, that's tremendous upside though. Yeah, yeah. what I heard. It's gonna hurt him. Might might have to be play the free agent uh, posse on that. And then there and then there's the Potter Marita going, you pansy. <laughs> <laughs> You goddamn coward. I've been around since 62. Yeah, I, well, I want to see all the questions about this uh, place. Why is there no NBA or NHL for Kansas City teams? They need one, so please tell them we need it. Is a Google question on that's, Google. That, that's, that almost seems like a comment. <laughs> First of all, Steve, not a question. N- not a question. That's true. Three that people liked. Pretty certain run-on sentence. Yeah, three people liked that. <laughs> I wonder who wrote that. Uh, one one of our fans, maybe I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I'm... Uh, so Steve Holderman responded. Oh, he's he's a local guide, according to Google. Evidently, no one thinks the market is large enough to support an NBA or NHA team, NHA team, or else we would have one or both. Great superstar analysis right there. Most importantly, we let the free market run its course. <laughs> What does that even mean? Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know what an NHA team is. 
Well, that was back in the uh, before the NHL happened, back when they were still doing stuff in trolley cars. Um, <laughs> National Hockey Association, which was defunct in 1970. <laughs> so, yeah, no wonder they're not playing in Kansas yeah, City no anymore. There. Doesn't exist, stupid. Oh, man. So a year ago, Ravi Kumar responds, you are right, sir. I am from India. That's Wait, it. what? That's the comment. <laughs> That's All in right. response to the, the, the question about whether or not there should be a team in Kansas City. Finally, Liam Harrison, three years ago, this one didn't age well. So why doesn't Seattle have one either? It's the 12th largest market, question mark. Ooh. Tough on Didn't that age one. well, Liam. Tough to take that L, Liam. Take take yeah. another L. Be the Liam. You done messed up, Liam. Aaron getting the vid, by the way. Yeah, no, I saw that and and said he wasn't considered vaccinated, but he was taking therapeutic treatments from a holistic healer. I imagine the Seinfeld episode where George has a triangle over his head. <laughs> fuck is that get out of here this episode so when he has the triangle over his head <laughs> wow that's impressive <laughs> so the holistic live looking at aaron Rodgers, <laughs> <laughs> and he is in a, in, a, in a tiny box like that probably quarantining as well exactly has to be anywho yeah so there we go it's out of the box out of the box thinking Good old Aaron Rodgers. It's a shame. Um, all right. More people behaving badly in the NHL. Actually, no, we'll get to some good news. Uh, one piece of good news. Nashville's going to retire. Pekka Rennie's number 35 uh, in February. I want to say this is their first retired number. Um, I would think so. Right. Him or Legwand? I don't know. If you want to take like 99 out of there, since 99 is retired by Herb Body. Uh, Nashville. Yep, that will be their first one. Nice. So good for them. Good for them, everybody. Proud of them. What if Seattle came in and was like, we don't recognize that 99 is is um, is retired as a number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we just started as a team. Yeah. We weren't around when that happened. Yeah, exactly. We weren't around. It didn't happen on our watch. Um, Something Vegas would do. Right. Uh, God, that's such a Vegas move. I'm surprised they didn't do that. This fucking cowards. I mean, what, what would what would they do? Would they like remove the jersey off of someone's back? Like, what, what would the NHL do? At uh, some point, they're going to have to probably reassess wait. this situation because you can't put Gretzky out there and then not. You know, there have to be other players who get their... The, in the, in the entirety of the history of the NHL, both current history and future history, right? One day, 50 years from now, there's going to be a player that deserves it as much as Gretzky did. What do they do? They'd be like, well, number 67 is randomly going to be retired forever now, too. Or are they they're going to be like, just kidding, you can wear 99 again. Go ahead. Because all the, the, all the kids that idolized Gretzky that wanted to wear 99 are already, there's nobody left. The My kids that are in the NHL now, we're not idolizing Gretzky. They're not going to wear 99. Just open it back up again. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bettman, tear down these men. 
I mean, seriously, they I get retiring the number ninety nine because every kid growing up in the early two thousands would have wanted to wear ninety nine. Not not anymore. Nobody cares anymore. Everyone's wearing ninety seven. Amazing. Yeah, it's Scotty's number. Exactly. It's because of me. Because of what I've done this podcast over twenty years. Because of jokes like the Aaron Rodgers George Costanza. <laughs> that kind of stuff that makes things happen. It's gold, Jerry. Gold, Jerry. It's all on Netflix now too, by the way. Scoring at home or even if you're alone. Uh, Alex Ovechkin, first star. Connor McDavid, second star. Freddie Anderson, third star for the month of October. Nice. That's it's good Ovechkin. thing you didn't trade Ovechkin, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would have been uh, that, that been healthy bear jack. Mistake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alex bear Ovechkin jack. currently has four less goals than the entire Phoenix Co- or Arizona Coyotes team. So we've got that going for him. Uh, all right, let's get to this bullshit. Uh, settlement talks between the Chicago Blackhawks and Kyle Beach are underway. Um, don't know what the fuck you can do there. It's going to take years. It's going to take fuck. It's going to be so pent up in litigation because I hope this fucking guy gets every goddamn dime he can out of this team. Holy shit. What they fucking did and then covered it up like it was nothing. Holy Jesus. Get, get that Get that kid some money. Well, I mean, after after the Blackhawks, uh, can't you then go after the NHL and then after the NHLPA as well? I don't know if the NHLPA has any money. You can get that war chest they're hoping for. They have to have some money, right? Uh, you can't just be an organization without money. Uh, you can be a nonprofit. Well, if nonprofits have money. They just don't make profit. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> he is the accountant. He is the accountant. <laughs> Constantly money going out. Fuck the fuck coming in. Um, what's your pop dog in there, Mark? This one is the I probably already had this one. The AK Silent Warrior edition. I selected it because it is purple. We all have purple drinks. Bernie Kenyon. Purple drink. Yeah, this is the Thug Mentality by Crazy Bone. Uh, ah, yes, both sons in harmony. Oh, I did. Uh, I did forget to forget to mention in the uh, beginning of the show that I won a uh, four pack of beer off Mark this week by beating him in fantasy soccer. It's true. The Patonzo Derby was this week, the first of the year. There will be another one later, uh, probably around Christmas time. Uh, yeah, it could be. Let's see, four, six weeks. Five, well, five weeks from now. So not now. So beginning of December, mid December, another Patonzo Derby. Uh, we could go double or nothing, or. We'll just see how things go, perhaps. Wow. Double or nothing happened a couple weeks ago, didn't it? I don't know. Did it? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Is that AEW? Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. Were, uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't remember. Uh, full gear is next. Yes, it's coming up. I would hope they're wearing full gear. No, dog. This isn't mid-90s, early 2000s WWF. Or is it? Mm. <laughs> mm. 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 Um. Hey, the Penguins are in some shit too. Uh, Aaron Skade, the former, uh, uh, the ex-wife, or or the wife of former, uh, former pirate. Jesus Christ, can you word this a little better? Fuck. <laughs> Uh, the wife of former Pittsburgh Penguins minor league assistant coach who alleged who was allegedly sexually assaulted by her husband's colleague is about to fire a lawsuit against the coach 
the Penguins ownership group, uh, and more. Jeez. So named in it, uh, Bill Guerin, Mario Lemieux, Ron Burkle. Um, Ron Burkle? That's not a real name. That's the co-owner of the Penguins. <laughs> that's not a real name. <laughs> uh, Ron Burkle. Get out of here. Clark Donatelli, who was the alleged attacker at the time. Uh, and then uh, it's going to be on a team. So this is what happened, according to the uh, uh, statement of the lawsuit. Uh, sexual abuse took place on a team road trip from Providence, Rhode Island, to Providence, Rhode Island, November 2018. Uh, and the team's handling of the incident included uh, the coach, Jared Scaldi. Scal- I'd never had Scal- Scaldi. Anyway, um, be told to kept quiet by organizational management. Uh, the wife being called a liar and never being interviewed as part of the team investigation and uh, Jarrett being fired from the team. So, some shit happened in there. Garen was investigated by U.S. Center for Safe Sport after the complaint happened in October. Uh, and Safe Sport's like, nah, it's fine. It's okay. I, You know, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it kind of thing. So the Penguins are in some shit. So, Johnny, you're right. This is the Domino's... Dominoes are coming. Uh-huh. So surprise freeze. Yeah. So here we go. Yeah, penguins are another team behaving badly. But on the upside, uh, that uh, douchebag who uh, douchebag from the Blackhawks got his name xed out of the cup. So got that going for him. Yeah. So I have a weird thought on that. Is that like? It's cool that, you know, they X'd out the name and everything, but doesn't, at the end of the day, doesn't that really draw more attention to it? Um, kind of, yeah. Well, it's the same way with Peter Pocklington. His name's crossed out of the cup for the Oilers dynasty. Yeah. Or his dad, dad's name. But I think, I think it's a good, it's a, conver- it's a, it's a conversation starter, I suppose. Rather than well, the, given given the technology that we have and that the you know English Saxons had back in the sixth or seventh century, uh-huh. instead chisels. of crossing his name out, couldn't you just like somehow fill in the metal again so that his name was never on there in the first place? Ooh. Yeah. See, I don't know if the Hockey Hall of Fame has that kind of technology these days. Mm. Oh, you know? My fault. My fault. Yeah, you can't put you can't put molten lava onto the uh, molten lava metal onto the Stanley Cup. Exactly. You can't. You, you can't, can't. You can't weld. It, you just weld it back in. Yeah, you can't. You can't just. <laughs> I mean, that's how they did it in the first place. You just undo it that way. You get the eraser out. You pull out a little. Uh, you pull out a little Dremel tool and you like cut a hole yeah. in it. Yeah. Actually, that's what it. happens is you just. You just fucking cover it up. Just like slap slap <laughs> another tape. piece of metal on top of it. Like yeah. It. yeah. Well, what were those commercials that we when we were kids where the, the guy would take like a nail and really scratch the shit out of a car door and then he would put some magic oh, thing on a rag and then just, yeah, you just get some of that stuff. New finish. This car has been in a junkyard for 47 years. <laughs> now it's fucking bright and yellow. Let's go. <laughs> Here's the Stanley Cup. This guy's a fucking asshole. Let's get his name off of there. Let's go. <laughs> this guy's a fucking pedophile. Get out of here. <laughs> I do kind of agree with you. I feel like there's a better way. 
<laughs> like, crossing it out seems like oh man there's nothing else we can do here we just have to put a line through it nobody's gonna notice the best like, part is kind of is to get like a new a new uh slab and put it on top of it so you have a perfectly uh <laughs> circular cup and you to that part and there's like a little hump <laughs> <laughs> no i think we we go you know full nuclear here and just make the etchers just completely yeah, redo that entirely room. new yeah. rig because you know the etchers misspelled at least two or three names on that ring already anyway they really should just redo it and it's not like they have anything else to do the rest of the year they do the engraving <laughs> for like one two days out of the year yeah and then she's like you know kicking back in a chaise lounge for the right. last uh, 363 right. yeah earn your paycheck make the ring again <laughs> not you M. Night Shyamalan Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, now he's a fucking scumbag, and now and then Jen made a good point on Twitter. Now she's like, now repossess his ring. Yeah, yes, well, send dog the bounty hunter. Here's yeah, another exactly. Well, yeah, random so question that, that I had. Huh? How did he get his name on the on the Stanley Cup in the first place? If he was fired at the end of this, like before, at the end of the season, he took he took he he they petitioned what names go on there, and they put his name on there because he was video coach on the team. So it doesn't matter. Like you don't even actually have to work for the team anymore. Well, Barry Trotz wasn't on the Caps team anymore, and he still got his name on the cup. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But he wasn't fired. No, he wasn't. And up. I'm pretty sure he was on the team when they won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> like, what kind of logic is that? Yeah. He's kind of on the team when it, when the cup happened. Yeah, I guess that, by that logic, like if the guy, you know, whoever whoever left the year after they won the cup, I'm sorry, buddy, you didn't stick around for the ceremony. Yeah. You couldn't put your name on the cup. No, That's, I mean, all I'm saying is that you know, like. Why did he even have his name on there in the first place? Like, right. there were a bunch of people that, like, <laughs> well, as that, that probably knew that, unless, unless they really were just like, ah, I mean, it's a never good catch point. Up to us. And as I understand it, you get to select the people from the front office. It's not like yeah. the head coach has to be on there, the assistant coaches have like to players. be on there, the players have to be on there. Well, no, I'm, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm saying that, like, that isn't the case. I'm saying the front office personnel, they could put the PA guy on there if they wanted to. The, the team gets to select, like, 20 names from the front office to put on there or something like that, don't they? Um, If the Cats went in again, they might put the dog on. Oh, yeah. They did. That'd be wonderful. I would love if they did that. Like, Captain gets on there. They're like, what? They're just like, oh, it's Team Dog. I think uh, it's Biscuit now. Oh, it is Biscuit yeah, now. Biscuit. Yeah, right. Captain, Captain got gone. adopted. Yeah, 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 he's not gone. He just yeah. got adopted. He's left the team. He can't God's have his left. name on the cup. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Those that's, are the right. Rules. that's right. Those are the rules. You <laughs> can't do it, guys. I mean, I don't know what the. All right. So every year, blah blah blah, blah blah blah, uh, engraving, like the Grey Cup. What? All right. So it's usually team near one. Blah blah blah. Twenty members. No further engravings of twenty-four. Blahzy blahzy blah. All right, so here we go. Qualify as we welcome Laura. Hello. Camera one, camera two. Uh, all right, so to qualify, player uh, a player must have played or dressed as a backup goaltender for at least half of the championship team's regular season games or must have played or dressed as a backup goaltender for at least one Stanley Cup final or championship uh team what one right. game the Stanley Cup finals for the championship team and must be on the roster when the team wins the Stanley Cup. Okay. So that's one. That's one. 
Yeah, exactly. That's how Jeff Schultz got his name on there. Right, and then you can petition the NHL commissioner on a case-by-case basis to, to do with that for extenuating circumstances. Um, players, uh, players, 41 games, I do believe, is the, uh, is the cutoff or one Stanley Cup game to automatically get in there. Okay. For that one. Um, Anything about front office? Yeah, uh, front office, blahzy, 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 blah, nothing. It's just a petition, petitioning situation. On that I mean, one. perhaps Lyle knows. So, Lyle, yeah. is, what are the rules for getting somebody from the front office on the Stanley Cup? It can't, doesn't the team, the team get to designate a certain amount of names? Yeah. yeah. And they, they can choose from anything they want to, right? It, like if, for, inst- for instance, an assistant coach or a scout was an asshole, they didn't have to put him on the cup, right? No, they don't have to, but, you know, um, but normally in most cases, I mean, in terms of coaching staff, it's usually the coaching staff, you know, it's yes. everybody. There's no special designation front office, uh, you know, as general manager, um, and you get, you know, the hockey operations and on and on. But yeah, there's a certain limited number. I mean, they, they had to come out with a rule, especially uh, back um, in the 80s. I believe it happened because uh, Peter Pocklington, who was then the owner of the Oilers after they won the, their first cup, had his dad's name engraved on the cup. And it's like, ah, uh, no, sorry, family <laughs> members who had absolutely nothing to do <laughs> with your team winning the cup cannot have their name engraved on the cup. So, um, but yeah, they usually designate a certain number of, of, of people who, who go on to it. Um, you know, because there has to be a limit. You've only got so so much yeah. room on on the on each ring you on the ball. You could have the smaller font. It's, yeah, <laughs> we we were with this topic came up because of the Blackhawks and uh, mm-hmm. and and crossing a name off of the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Aldridge finally and wondering why it was on there in the first place. Because uh, so he's part no, of the coaching staff. No That's... more than fifty-two names. Yeah, about allowed. So there's your top fifty-two. Yeah. It used to be just limited, you know, back in the day to just players, head coach, general manager, and I believe team owner, and that was it, or team president, and that was it. But they have since expanded it, and I believe if you, yeah, if you look at the cup, you'll notice that the font on the engravings gets, yeah, has shrunk a bit, yeah, compared to say thirty years ago or sure forty years hope so. ago. Right? Yeah, sure the technology's so. gotten slightly better. They can now, they can now. Make they the still, a little they bit still smaller. stamp it by hand. They, yes. they, they don't use any computer. And it, they just, it's still stamped by hand. Just, it's yeah. just, they just now use a smaller. Yeah. <laughs> you, can t- and you can tell because they don't spell check. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've had the odd embarrassment that way. Yeah. Yeah, they even spelled Bob Ganey's name wrong on the cup many years ago. I was like, how can you fuck that up? It's I'm actually Bob surprised. Bob Ganey. I'm surprised that he done. Gini with four M's and a silent Q. It was strange. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that misspellings doesn't happen more often. Well, here we go. If you want some misspellings, here we are. Here, here we go. go. Yeah. Uh, 1941. Pat McGreevy's name was spelled Mac, Ma, McCreevy. So <laughs> well, they're Irish. They're all the same. <laughs> Irish uh, Dickie Moore. So this is a fun fact, not an engraving error. Uh, Dickie Moore had his name spelled differently five times over the six yeah. times he's won a cup. Cockmore, Peter Moore, what the hell else? <laughs> yeah. No, first off, it's D Moore, Richard Moore, R Moore, Dickie Moore, and Rich Moore. <laughs> After you win that fifth cup, baby, you get paid. 
uh, Jack Plot, uh, Jacques Plot won the cup five times in a row, and his name is spelled differently every time. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Could you Again. imagine, though, like, can you imagine your entire life you put to yeah. winning a Stanley Cup? You're like, I can't wait to see my name on here. And then you're like, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or in his, or, or in Plant's case, <laughs> it does. It sounds way more cool in French. It does. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Um, shit just sounds delightful when you hear me. Yo, mon le mer. Thank you. I believe I will. <laughs> uh, Glenn Hall had his name misspelled as oh, Glenn. Glenn? Yeah. With an I? Yeah. Glenn. Oh, G-L-I-N. Oh, they must have been drinking. It must have been a lot of drinking going on amongst engravers back in the day. Holy God. Well, maybe. You never know. Either that or it's the, they tire, had the, tire the fault of the team, and they submitted that list while they were having their, their post-championship. Well, the, that's actually what I was – like, this has to be akin to, like, a game of telephone, right? Somebody <laughs> writes down the names on a piece of paper, or like or like you were saying, they, they discuss the names in a room. There's some intern writing the names down on a piece of paper. They have <laughs> shitty handwriting. They pass it off to somebody else. The ink gets smudged because they were drinking at the time, and then they, it gets to the Stanley Cup guys, and they're like, well, fuck. I guess it's Glenn. <laughs> um, the next one, Alex Delvecchio had his name misspelled Belvecchio in 1954. Okay, that and one's okay. That one's okay. Years later, became the inspiration of a Boston hip hop band. Yeah, cool. Bell Biv the Bow. I should have seen that coming. Thank yeah. you, sir. Yeah. yeah. Nope. <laughs> uh, of course, John, uh, Lyle mentioned Ganey with no e. Yeah. Uh, Ted Kennedy. Had an extra Y at the end of his name. Kennedy. 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 Toronto Maple Leafs are spelled Lees in 1963. L E A E S. As they bloody well should be. God damn misspelled friggin' Leafs. Jesus. 1972. Boston is B Houston. <laughs> or no, the O's are Q's. Both O's are Q's. I don't know how you messed that up. They lost. They, <laughs> they lost their O stamp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't think anybody. That day, the O stamp went missing, and they had to get the cup delivered right away. Fuck it, okay. The I, Islanders uh, are spelled in 1981's version, Islanders. Yes, they forgot the The first S for saving. They were licensed to ill. They were hey, they were licensed to ill. There it is. 2014, Justin Williams, who won the Consmite Trophy, was spelled Justin Wilvis. <laughs> oh my god oh that's come on that's uh, unforgivable John, they, they uh, just they did the a upside down uh and they forgot the m <laughs> w-i-l-l-i-v-i-s oh the, oh they were definitely engraving his name up late friday afternoon yeah they rushed to get out the door yeah. <laughs> like the box, right? The box has to be in a in a perfect order to find oh, the right no yeah. letters because they probably just kind of reach and grab. I did it the up. math. It's four by thirteen. All right, cool. There you Thanks, go, buddy. Uh, of course, we mentioned the Peter Pocklington, Basil Pocklington thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Adam Deadmarsh was spelled Dead March. Oh, yeah, that's so metal. Uh, in, uh, <laughs> uh, the Detroit Red Wings, many legacy has an A instead of an E for his first name. Eric Stahl has an extra A. Eric Stahl. Eric Stahl! <laughs> 
and uh, <laughs> there's three A's or there two A's right next to each other. There's two A's right to next to each other. Oh, B A B A R. I thought you meant next to each other. And that's the only one and only time his name's on the cup, dude. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh. Like how? Like oh man. So see, Mark's I, idea was right. Though I go back, they they just need to remake every single every single ring now. They have yes. to. I mean, every yes. single ring has at least one mistake on it. Just go yes. back and make a new they one. They gotta go back and yeah. Christopher Stieg, uh, his name was Vert Sig. I would be seriously like I'm with Johnny. I would be furious if I you as you said you wait your entire life and in this day and age you might only get your name on that cup once. Yeah. Yep. And they and, misspell your name. Like mine, like if 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 my name was on there, you know, you want to know what the most common misspelling of Lyle is? L-Y-A-L-L. If I was to see that, if that, that doesn't even me, make sense, I would totally lose my shit. Yeah. Lyle. I'd be like, I am taking this. That's cup, what I used to like I am clean burying the floor. it somewhere, and nobody's getting it until I have assurances that my name is going to be properly spelled on yeah. the box. See, if you were the one person that this happened to. It, you'd be like, I'm a legend. I have my name misspelled on the Stanley Cup. But apparently these guys are just drunk all the time and don't know I, how to do their jobs and I'm can't like, spell and also can't check a roster or a box score yeah. oh, or yeah. the internet. Oh, now we're going yeah, to get really. emails from the yeah. people that engrave the cup. Oh my I mean, I mean, I mean the old-timey old ones from back in the 40s and 50s, I mean, that's one thing. And even then, back in the day, but, you know, back then, guys didn't make big stinks about that sort of thing. And if you were a member of the Canadians and you got your name on the cup 10 times, ah, who cared if it gets misspelled a few times? You can go, ah, but this time they get it right, so I don't care. In that case, I'm alleging because they spelled it wrong every time, except for that one time they got it right. I want to I wanna, I wanna be there staring at the engraver as they do it. I just oh, yeah. Stare. You pick oh, up yeah. that fucking tile. Yeah. No, no, not that one, you fuck. This one before <laughs> this one. Uh, so there's Dear that. Dear my OG behind yeah. that. Uh, Pat, Patrick Maroon has his name spelled differently twice. Pat, Patrick Maroon and Pat Maroon. So there you go. Well, no, but Patrick is is his actual full name. Yep. See, you got to be careful because sometimes they sit they they submit the full Christian name, but then the player goes, "Well, no, no, my, you know, yeah, I know that's my full name. Everybody calls me Pat, right?" Or Wonder you know, what this year which is, is odd because his name is Stanislaus. But regardless, everybody <laughs> yeah. calls. Him Pat. Hopefully, he just has it as P Maroon on this one. Yeah, and probably lower and lower, and then if he wins it this year, it'd be PM. Yeah. And then... <laughs> well, so. The whole conversation started to Lyle with uh, Mark bringing up the fact that it, uh, we have to have a better way at this point to remove people from the Stanley Cup than just xing out their names. Yeah, I know it's it, but it's you, you would think in this day and age, it's like you said, the only other option is you have to go through and redo every every because you can't just go, oh well, okay, we'll just remove that. It's like no, you can't just remove that piece because it's all one band, right? Yeah. So you'd have to take that entire band off and replace it with a corrected one of all the other yeah. ones. That would cost a lot of money to do. That's fine. Make the yeah. Blackhawks pay for it. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. There's your punishment. That That's your $2 million fine, motherfuckers, right there. Right. Yeah. You get, you get the estate of Peter Pocklington to pay the ha other half. Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like they're not doing anything for like, 363 days out of the year they got time to fucking just revamp the whole thing hmm. keep, they have like two cups already make one cup the actual presentable cup and then keep the other one in the deep tart trip actually that's a really good point scotty are both cups misspelled because in that case these guys need to get their shit together <laughs> <laughs> maybe what they do is they do it and then just like one's a practice one 
and then, but that one stays at the hall, and the other one's like the travel one that's kind the of no, cup. no, it's the it's the replica cup that goes around and it doesn't have the fight strap in the back, and they have the fight strap <laughs> in the Stanley Cup that's in the Hall of Fame. Well, the actual Stanley Cup, like they said, I mean, they, as we all know, the keeper of the cup, and that that's the one that gets all on. The one that's on display in the Hockey Hall of Fame, that's the the just the display model. You know, that one doesn't leave the building. That's, that's the display a model. So, you know, so you can imagine how chuffed I actually was when Andy O'Brien brought the Stanley Cup to the gym that I work out in. And I got a chance to actually pose with the real cup this time because I'd been with the dead had the time with the, uh, the the replica. Oh, what a time we had. Uh, <laughs> Hockey Hall of Fame. But yeah, it was actually. Oh, then you find out. Oh, that's just that's just the display model. The real cup is you know, because it makes sense. I was I when I was there at the Hall of Fame. It was in the summertime, so you know that summer that was 2001. So the Avs were partying with it. So you know, you're not going to see. Most people don't get a chance to actually see the actual real thing. So it was actually kind of cool to see the actual real thing with all the scratch marks and dings and everything on yeah. the hands. That was really I, cool. I am Good super curious now. though if they if, like if they make a mistake on one, do they have to make the same mistake on the and other? That's something. Right? See, I, I that was something I never looked for that with on on the because yeah, on the original. Oh yeah, you can see like you know. Oh yeah, look because I remember. Yeah, there's Gainey's name spelled wrong. Oh look, there's the Pocklington one. Those two is telling you. And yeah, the one about Islanders. I noticed that's like shit. There's an S missing out of that one. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I never I never thought to look for anything like that when I went to the Hall of Fame in 2001 and saw the replica so or the you display. don't really have that much time around the cup when you're in the in the hall of fame right like no you really don't i mean you can stand you can get posed with pictures in it but then it's just like you know and they've got one guy that stands there because he's sort of like the keeper there if you will and he gives you the stink eye if you're long if you're hanging out there too long so yeah but like yeah. you're trying to steal it it's like move along move along <laughs> it's like yes you can so, pose pictures with it but don't take too long so i don't know why the name mike post came into my head but Paul Pritchard is the keeper of the cup now. Was Mike Post the guy before Paul Pritchard? Because I feel like Mike Post was a guy that was a keeper of the cup. Does that Wait, mean? Mike Post, didn't he write like the Hill Street Blues theme song and 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 the Meg oh, yeah. Guy theme song? Wasn't he that guy? <laughs> Who was he that guy? Together? I don't yeah, know. Kind of way off on that. I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, there could be another Mike Post. Maybe there's somewhere is out there. I don't know. Who? Somebody looked that up. Was there another keeper of the cup before uh, Paul Pritchard? Jamie well, had to have been obviously. But First off, was... it's Phil Pritchard. Yeah, that's what I said. What did I say? Yeah, you never. No, I didn't say Paul Pritchard. Oh, just said I said Paul. Phil Pritchard. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Put them. We're talking misspellings on the cup. Why should the keeper of the cup have? All right, Mar Mark, you're close. Mike Bolt. Ah. Not Post. <laughs> It's a bolt. As, and you know, it's the four letters in the last name thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Block you, were, shots. You, were, you were close in that the first initials were correct. Yeah. You were, you were, you were right in that his first name was Mike. Yeah. <laughs> and look, man, I was pretty damn close. I okay? will concede you that you you had the first name and correct and the letters. first initial of the last name oh. and the, and the correct amount of letters. No, yes. you didn't have the first initial of the last name no, either. It was bolt. B it was yeah. bolt. As I did say. I did say post. With a P, you did but say that's post. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's what made me go. Wait, I got the la I got the last, I got the last letter correct. Yes, yeah, so and dude. the second letter. I got two of the fucking four letters. Get off, lay off my back. Yeah, yeah. So Mark, now you know how it feels to be an engraver for the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Mark got. <laughs> I got two of the four letters. Get off my fucking back. <laughs> What do you want from me? Fuck! Jesus Christ! Look, 
Why are you mixing the two hosts? Let's call this one. Come on. That was perfect. Uh, NBC, uh, NBC uh, Sports has a nice little thing about the engraver. Uh, with Doc Emmerich voicing it, so despite that being the only downside, it's a nice little thing about how they have to line everything up, and and they have the little thing, and they have the mallet on there. It is decently amazing. It's a, it's a family business. Like it yeah. goes, yeah, like all the way. It's been the same family that's been engraving the cup for oh, oh, forever. And uh, <laughs> how would you feel if you were that kid that was like, new. you know what? I think I'm out. I think I'm out of the family business. They're yeah. like, no, you don't have <laughs> no. that choice. Yeah. <laughs> This is your life. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the fuck you are. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, we're having another kid. Yeah, exactly. You're going to fucking yeah. adopt this one. And That's I'm right. Sure you are great. not getting into interpretive dance. You're going to be a cup engraver, <laughs> goddammit. And you're going to like it. Cup engraver. Your father's father was a cup engraver. <laughs> we won't see anything about this. It's Louise St. Jacques is the uh, is the new uh is the current cup engraver. Uh, she works out of Montreal. So she gets all that stuff and then nice. pop, pops it all the Wait way Wait a minute. Hold on. The Hockey Hall of Fame's in Toronto. Yeah. They send it up to Montreal. They couldn't find because somebody who was in Toronto. You're the best goalie in the league, dog. Nothing gets by you. I said, remember, <laughs> this was a family business going back, you know, decades. So they've been keeping it in the family in Montreal. It's not, it's not like she's the goddamn sandwiched artist at Subway that you have to see her every move. Like, she can do it at her own time and then UPS it back. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Too far down the road. Ah, uh, fuck. Lyle, our other Patreon pick this week, and we're kind of in this area, is the idea of everyone calling for everyone's firing mm. and the justification between it. Obviously, where was an uproar last week about the Joel Quinville thing, and that was a bad <coughs> situation there. Um, but now you see everybody, as stuff starts to come out and as bad press conferences come along, um, everyone's just like, fire this guy, fire that guy. Fuck, he would, they cleared him, fuck him, fire him mm. too. To what point do we just like what is the knee jerk fire reaction and when does it kind of pan over when, you know, reality hits mm. and they fucking are just like, yeah, OK, maybe they didn't have anything. New. I'm still upset, but, you know, I guess mm. they don't have to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> as long as there is a social media, my friend, we, we are going to see no end in sight to that madness. Right. Um, and then you then, of course, you get the inevitable backlash to the backlash. So, yeah. It's just a vicious cycle. Uh, I had a I had a, to to chuckle over uh, the you know the people screaming for for Gary Bettman to be fired immediately. Now out of here. Now that press conference was the worst one I have ever seen him give. That, not one of the best. Oh, like, he was he, also very legal. Well, here here was the thing. Bettman, as we all know, is a corporate lawyer, and corporate lawyers. They don't get excited. They don't get emotion into things. They look at the facts. They go straight forward. And that's the way it's done, you know, which is fine if you're in a law court, you know, and you're doing business law. But that's not, you know, that's not the way an emotional issue like that should have been handled. I mean, he, he I'm sure that that was not his intent to come across as if he didn't give a shit. But that's how it came across that he didn't give a shit. That it was like, okay, I have dealt with this. Move on. That was the attitude that came across. What do you want for me? Fuck these little tiny letters. Oh wait, sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but 
yeah, but you know, and Scotty, you had you had pointed out very quickly about how yeah that that was a pipe dream of of, of anybody firing Batman that wasn't going to happen. To which I then jumped aboard and gave everybody some info they didn't understand that in the in the NHL Constitution, it states very clearly that Gary Batman it as long as he has the support of eight owners, he cannot be replaced from his position. That's it. And you wouldn't what, believe what? the number of people oh my who, did, God. who not only didn't know that, but people I thought should have known that going, wait, what? That, that can't be true. And it's just like, oh, uh, yeah, 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 friggin' is. It's one been fourth. that way for a long time, it's guys. called math. One-fourth. <laughs> what a joke. That's how he had written into the Constitution. That was written in the Constitution before the nuclear winter of uh, 2004 That was written in the Constitution when there were six teams. <laughs> no, actually. It, it would have been cool if it was, but if that was the case, we never would have lost John Ziegler. So there you go. <laughs> uh, he'd still be, the, the ghost of John Ziegler would still be running the team along with uh, the ghost of uh, Bill Wirtz still running the, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. But no, he had that stipulation. I was believing 2002, they did a change to, to the NHL Constitution with regards to how long the commissioner can serve and the amount of support that and the number of people it would take, number of votes it would take among the owners to remove him from office. And he, you know, and they agreed to this because he basically told them in not so many words. So I've read this, I've read actually Bettman's uh, biography and it's actually oh. quite fascinating. If you take the time to read it, it was <laughs> written by a Canadian writer, writes for our national magazine, McLean's. It's an excellent book. I highly recommend yes, it. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Oh, you did. You read it too, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. instigator, right? Pardon me. The instigator. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. good. Yeah, really good, really interesting. I mean, you don't, you know, at least it's, you know, as I said, it's like, okay, Gary Bettman's human. Yes, he is, but he's also very, very good at what he does. And you may not like a lot of the stuff he does, but at the same time, you have to step back and kind of have an appreciation for not only how. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, letter Ketty moment, to be fair that how much the league has improved, he has improved the league's, you know, bottom line in business and, and its stamp in North American sports. He has since he came aboard. But you also have to appreciate just how Machiavellian this guy is, because, you know, after the owners and Scotty, you can test that because you read the book, too. After the owners got lost the lockout of 94 95 because they did they caved batman was the guy saying look hang on here you know and they caved but they knew they were going to be going to war with the the pa again they knew it was going to be a long fight they wanted batman to fight it and he's like okay you want to do that there's a few stipulations i'm going to need and one of them was it needs more than eight owners to remove him from office yep and did his work yep and the owners, they may not be, and, and that's another thing, too, where Alan Walsh, the, the player agent, uh, was, you know, tweeting, oh, I've heard that uh, there's some, uh, quite a few or several NHL owners aren't happy with uh, Bettman's handling of this. They need to fire him right away. And I'm just like, okay, first of all, I mean, Alan Walsh is a player agent. You know better than that. Okay. It takes more them. than several owners who may be upset with Batman to remove him. And as long as he's got that core eight in his hip pocket, he's, he's, he's got nothing to worry about. He's gold. 
I need and to write that eight, into my contract. Yeah, right. and those eight are, many of them are among the most influential, like Jeremy Jacobs of the Boston Bruins, okay? Um, you know. Paul. Other names, Jake Paul and other yeah. influencers like that. <laughs> There's, yeah. But no, but the point is, though, is that he's got very influential owners on his side. And as long as he's padding their bottom line and keeping the keeping player salaries under control and building their their brand. He's good. Yeah, this is an embarrassing moment. And it's the league is, I believe, facing uh, a a critical, I think, a critical moment now uh, in terms of just the hockey culture, as I'm sure we've all this has been discussed and talked about. Uh, but that's not going to lead to Batman's ouster. It simply isn't. One bad presser is not going to see him kick to the curb. It's just not. So, you know, it, it just it just kind of made me chuckle when I hear, like, to your point of, you know, oh, I should fire this guy, oh, I should fire that guy. Well, some guys, their heads are going to roll and some guys' aren't. Um, you can, you can make the argument about shovel day off and the whole thing of, well, he was only in, in the meeting, he was only there briefly and he was under the impression that, uh, this had to do with harassment in terms of, uh, you know, harassing texts or, you know, unwanted advances. And he was assured by his superiors, this was going to be handled and off he went and did his own thing. The bottom line is, is that when you look at the facts, such as we know them, um, there's really nothing there to suggest otherwise. There is no smoking gun, unlike with Joel Quenville, where the words were right out of his mouth, okay? <laughs> you know, and Stan Bowman was the GM, and he was the one who called the meeting, and McDonough was also in there, and you know, and, and letting his opinion be known. So there was a smoking gun to indict every one of those guys. Nothing to indict Shevel Day off other than he was in the room and not only was he in the room, but it was almost like he was pulled in at the last minute. And some of the some of the guys who were in the room at the time could remember, actually, if he was even there. So that shows basically how inconsequential he was. And going forward, we're just going to have to take him at his word. And, and you know, uh, like Chipman, the uh, co-owner of the Jets at his word. That the Kevin Shevel day off, he knew or he knows. Had he known more of the facts and information, would have stood up and acted quickly. So you can take that for whatever it's worth. You know, um, that's just the way it is. It's messy. We don't always get the satisfactory, uh, full, complete, satisfactory uh, um, answer or resolution. This ain't like TV and the movies, kids. This is what happens. It's messy, and you never get the fulfilling, complete. Uh, ending you expect to get but at the end of the day Stan Bowman's gone he will never be back in the NHL again his career is done Joel Quenville second most wins among NHL coaches all time three Stanley Cup four Stanley Cups because he also won one as an assistant uh, coach with uh, Colorado a career gone just like that he will never be back coaching in the NHL Ever again. This is a stain on his career. It could keep him out of the Hockey Hall of Fame, or at least keep him out for a very, very, very long time. You know, listen, guys have been kept out for less, much less, and undeservably, hello, Pat Burns, until after they died and then they put them in. 
That's something, by the way, that's still something I think is a stain on the Hockey Hall of Fame, fucking over Pat Burns like that. But regardless. But as I said, Bowman's gone. Quenville's gone. Um, other guys who were part of that before this whole investigation began, they're no longer in hockey. Okay. The only one out of that group who is, is Shovel Day Off. So at the end of the day, most of the people responsible for that meeting and for the subsequent result that put Kyle Beach through 11 years of hell are out of hockey. They're done. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the whole thing of two about, oh, well, Taze and Kane, they should do this, they should that, oh, they should do this and take their names off the cup. All right, you know, let's everybody just pump the brakes here. Actually, just stamp on the brakes and just stop completely with that nonsense. The one thing I will say about for, though for Kane and Taze and Duncan Keith and the other notable players, I mean, they're all singing from the same songbook. We didn't know anything. But yet Kyle Beach believes everybody in that room knew. So, you know, Taze and Kane and Keith, they're still going to get into Hockey Hall of Fame one day. But fans and media are looking at them differently now. Because it's how much did you know and when did you know it, you know? Because everybody's singing from the same songbook, right? The only ones who aren't, of course, apart from Kyle Beach, are Brent Sopel and Nick Boynton. They're the only two players to step forward and, and support Kyle Beach and say, everybody in that room knew. Everybody in the dressing room knew. And it's kind of, it's, it's kind of uh, interesting to see, like, Taves and Kane and Duncan Keith say, oh, man, I wish you could have done more. Oh, you you could have. You were there. Yeah, you had the opportunity. <clears throat> You know, and Duncan Keith saying, oh, I, you know, I, 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 you know, I wish now that I had taken part in the uh, the investigation back this summer when they asked me. But, well, I was in the middle of moving and it was all the excitement from that and change the team. And I'm just like, dude, dude, as somebody who has moved 15 times in his fucking life and you know, some of them very exciting. Um, if you get contacted by an investigator who says we want to talk to you about this. Yeah, you spare half an hour, okay? Somewhere in there, you spare half an hour. Don't give me that. Not that to me. I'm sorry, but that was very weak. That was a very, very weak excuse. And you know, and now, of course, that this whole thing is blown back into everybody's face. Oh well, now I regret not having to do it. You had your chance, dude. Even if you just met with them and you said, "I don't remember anything," that would have been at least. You know what I mean? At least you could that's excusable at least in that regard but to totally blow it off because oh well i was in the middle of moving because i've been the first time i traded blah blah blah, blah. no you're a goddamn grown man that don't wash you're not you're not 17 going to your first training camp piss off i don't buy that but anyway that's his cross to bear i'm sure he doesn't give a shit what i think so yeah there we go we've done it yeah um. All right, Lyle. This this is this is one for you. Okay, okay. Good thing. Um, rookie of the year Cole Caulfield has been sent to the AHL. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing that he is going to persevere and win the Calder Trophy from the <laughs> AHL. I know that's 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 yeah, going to be very well, very impressive. I mean, he probably will though because it's always somebody that comes on in the second half of the season. That's true. That is that is true. Jason's you know that that you're not far off there, Joe. I mean, if he if if he goes down to the farm even just for a month, right? 
and and kind of rediscovers gets his you know rediscovers his game and they call him back up and he goes on a big tear for the rest of the season. Yeah, he could he could still win the Calder. But Lyle, listen, <laughs> with Jason Spezza having three yep. months to four months of a head start, True. no stopping him this time for the Calder Trophy. <laughs> this time, yeah, zero percent. I mean, Caulfield, Caulfield just opened the door for Spezza. Spezza's no, he like, didn't. I'm in no. there, baby. No, that doesn't Let's work. That go. guys, yes. guys, you're forgetting. Spezza's already had 17 years in the NHL. Oh, here though, the 18th year is where it's at. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, his time. You have to play less than twenty-five years in the NHL. Exactly. Okay, that's rookie of the year. Yeah, that's the way I understand it. While he was born in a leap year, he's fine. Like he shouldn't even been (laughs) that. Whatever. No, those were Sean's rules to the Calder Trophy. Yeah, yeah. Jason Spezza is the has a chance to win the Calder every year. Year. (laughs) And uh, whoever wins the Calder is the rookie that comes on in the second half of the season. Uh, Okay, now I understand. Yeah, (laughs) they change so much. I mean, you know, it's like, listen, I didn't understand the rules when uh, when Michael Ryder got robbed of it. You know, because uh, because yeah, who's the Bruins goalie at the time? Andrew Raycroft. Andrew Raycroft, who had three freaking seasons before that, but they didn't know that up to 25 games, and therefore he's still entitled to the college trophy. What? Yeah. <laughs> and here's Michael Ryder, plays a full season, first full season, comes in, leads all rookie scorers, and he's just sitting there going, <sighs> Yeah, I guess I would have won the color too if I played you know, 22 games in three seasons beforehand, jerk. <laughs> he seemed to say, um, but with Caulfield, yeah, um, that's just boy, that's just <laughs> that's just a sign of how the just the arch has gone right out of it for Montreal, at least for the first first month of the season. Holy crap! I've been a fan of this team legit for fifty years. <laughs> Never seen a start this horrible, even when they had like really bad teams back in like the late nineties. Never, never have I seen a team like that get off to such a poor start and just. Like, okay, I understand you don't have your best goalie, you don't have your captain, your top defenseman, and yeah, your 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 top checking line center took off through free agency. There's still enough talent on that team. There were there were there were a couple of games in there that they could have won. You know, they should have won, and they just collapsed. That the the game against the Kings on the weekend, first period they played great, and then after the first intermission, it was like. Who the fuck are these guys? Did somebody roofie these guys in between periods? Because they they do not. They're not playing well at all. Like, what happened? You know? It just... I could understand it if they... You know, like, that's why I was saying... Remember I was telling you guys the last year? I said, them going to the Stanley Cup final, though, was also going to be a bit of a curse. Because now the bar's been set for them so high. The expectations, which are always high in Montreal, have gone sky high because, you know, hey, they made the final. They made the final, and even though we're like, well, okay, we're not expecting them to win the cup this year, but hey, they're going to be a good team. They're on the way back, but we're just a couple of years away. And then with this start, oh boy. But like up until last night, Nick Suzuki only had, I think, an assist or two. You know, Tyler Toffoli, I don't think, scored yet, or he's hardly scored. You know, it's just unbelievable the meltdown that we've seen from them so far the only team they seem to be able to beat is detroit which is kind of funny because the last two seasons detroit was the only team they couldn't beat so it's weird how that comes around but anyway caulfield yeah i i don't know i i think i think that he's he's feeling the effect of 
He had that strong playoffs, and now everybody knows to watch for this kid, and he doesn't have as much time and space to maneuver now as he had in the playoffs. So, yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting. And, and it's one of those things where you almost look at the idea that we have with goalies when the goalies, like, burst onto the scene. You don't have enough tape of them. Everyone had all summer to look at tape of Cole Caulfield mm-hmm. and know how to adjust their game to him. Yeah. Um, so, and, and you know, it, it happens. <laughs> It's the it's the growing pains. Well, and Nick Suzuki now, I mean, he's got a lot more attention on him as well because of course, yep. before because before he was just well, he's their their second line center. It was always Philip Dano who was playing on the first line, you know. But now it's like well, now Suzuki's got uh, more responsibilities, and everybody is like, yeah. So they're putting more. But he, he had it. He had a terrific game last night. You know, like that's the best. You know, that's the first time this season I've seen him play anything remotely close to the way he played in the, in, in the playoffs. So. Maybe they're going to start to turn the corner, but even if they do, I mean, oof, that that bad month, yeah, they can come back from it. There's still lots of time left in the schedule to do it, but they're going to need to win a hell of a lot more than they lose from here on out. Another, like a, a 500 month ain't going to cut it. You know, it's, one more bad month and they're done. That's at least it. they're not as bad as the Coyotes, Lyle. Oh, my. Oh, my. Well, but, you know, we all knew that was going to happen. For this season, we knew that was going to happen. He gutted the team. You know, Armstrong gutted the team to bring in the draft picks he wanted and, and prospects because he's this is this is ground zero all over again. You know, and he ain't going to be done because uh, there's going to be a couple other guys that are going to be moving out soon. Phil Kessel's going to be gone yeah, at yeah, some yeah. point between now and the trade deadline, probably closer to the trade deadline because of his, his contract. But he's definitely going to be gone. And, yeah, wouldn't be surprised to see another one or two uh, on their way out. Uh, before then because as i said this is year one of of yet another major rebuild so no surprise that the coyotes are not playing well uh on a side note the aarp has invited me to a coronavirus live event i don't know if this is Ooh. like they're gonna get coronavirus <laughs> yeah i think that's what it is i got i got three shots on it so i think i'm good maybe they're testing me out You're maybe it's like me. a concert maybe coronavirus is putting on a concert well oh, bo- both of you had your boosters I'm the only one without the booster. Me and Lyle. Me yeah, and Lyle against I, you guys. Yeah, I have to wait to get my booster because you got to give it all to stupid old people first. And I'm not old and stupid enough. So there we yeah. go. Hey, listen, I'm a member of AARP, baby. They put Apparently. me on the line. <laughs> like, hey, yep, you're Wait a minute. How can you be a member of AARP when, you, when you are much younger than I am? You only have to be 18 years old to apply for AARP. Yeah. So oh you can fly years old, baby. That is ridiculous. Look Let me guess, because down, so baby. many old seniors are dying out, they can't keep their membership up. So. Fucking right. You gotta do it, baby. That's why they're inviting <laughs> me to a live event. That's for like the what coronavirus. They, that that's like what they've done uh, for, for the Canadian Legion up here. You know, because you know, they, they they've had they've they've been down in membership for the last twenty years, not getting enough younger people in, so they wound up expanding it. Because originally the legion was just for military members, then they expanded to well, if you if you ever served in cadets, were you ever in the in the Royal Boy Scouts. mounted police cadets? See cadets. <laughs> no. Were you ever in the Boy Scouts? That's like for you know for younger kids. That was the, uh, so were you Boy Scouts ever, is, is the cadets. Were you ever in cadets? Were you ever a Mountie? Were you ever in a town cop? Eventually, it's going to be like, were you ever a hall monitor? At any point, did you get pulled over by a cop? You could join. Were you did all- you ever rat out one of your friends at school? <laughs> Have you done jail time? <laughs> Have you seen Paul Blart Mall Cop? 
Like, <laughs> yes. Have you ever been a mall car? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I think about that thing about the like the the moose the moose club and the Kiwani clubs. Like, how do these fucking places stay in stay in business? Because oh, everyone's that's... dying out. They don't really publicize new members. There's yeah. that moose. Isn't that that moose cl- uh, that uh, the the, Elk. Loyal the Elk Lodge and the Lions Club? Yeah. But there's the Loyal Order of the Moose down in uh down in Glen Burnie, like right down by down the road from the Target, Johnny. Is it not? I think that's an American Legion. Is it? I don't fucking know anymore. Point I drove it's past here recently. It's right. It's it right did. across from Frank's Den, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be doing a live show in a couple years from Frank's Den. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Using your AARP card to get us in. Hell yeah, baby. Let's fucking go. go. While, while Darts Night is going on. Hell yeah, Darts Night. Oh, go, oh, hey, you can't miss Darts. Yeah, it's big up here too. Darts Night, the Legion. Why the that fuck am crib, I... Cribbage. Why am I not following <laughs> Frank Stenz Liquor on Facebook? I'm doing it now. And they have a website for their Dart League. So you got that going for you. And I black, hope they live darts, stream like mean, Hockey TV. We actually mean real darts and not what you... Uh, 120! <laughs> we got the dart room in the back and it's just like a bunch of couches and it ends up that that's where people smoke exactly. <laughs> yeah they're updating they're updating their facebook page baby so i am all liked oh, in that's on good that facebook page let's go 1814 crane highway south in glen bernie and bernie Good old Glen Burnie, Maryland. When Lyle comes down, we'll take him to Frank's Den. We will take him to Frank's Den. <laughs> like, literally, you'll realize now this is like really someone's fucking den. What? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, Lyle. Let's let's get to the nitty gritty for Music City. Sure. Jack Eichel's got it down to two teams bidding for his love and affection. Mm-hmm. What is love? Uh, Baby, don't hurt me. By the way, I was right. It's the fucking Moose Moose Club down there. It is. Yeah, the Moose <laughs> the Athletic moose Club. Loose. The Moose. Yeah, hold on, the Moose Athletic Club. What is it? A Mike Messina like thing? Yeah, it's Mike Messina. It's a play, train, compete. Uh, I guess they now turned it in. They turned it into a lodge into a fucking athletic club. Oh, interesting. Oh yeah, it's coming in March 2022. What the fuck? Oh, hold on. So, hold on a minute. It's just you just changed. stumbled on something. Hold on. The Glen Burnie podcast will happen later on in the show. Uh, as this breaking news happens, uh, but uh, anywho, Nirvana, Nirvana. Yep, no, that's the one. It turned from a fucking moose lot. Anyway, Jack Eichel, Flames, uh, Flames, the fucking, the fucking, uh, uh, the Golden Knights. What are we doing here? What's happening? Like, who is? Because I heard that the and Kevin Weeks was the one who pointed it out. Matt mm. Chuck's name's being thrown out there in a big way. Yeah, yeah, that's actually new. That one has come out. Um. This is the, the thing for me with all of this is is uh, yeah this we all know the Sabers need I got yeah have asked for there's at least four four assets they want first round pick a top prospect couple of good players that's not counting the assets that are going to have to go to Buffalo as well to make the cap hit work because Eichel's got ten mil a season through twenty twenty five twenty six. Um, the Sabres are not going to retain any salary at all, and I don't blame them. They don't want that on their books. <clears throat> Some people were saying, well, maybe we could, uh, you know, maybe they can get a third-party team in there who'd retain part of Eichel's salary. That, I think, is fantasy. 
Okay. If if Eichel only had a year or two left on his contract, this deal would have happened long ago. We wouldn't. It, it would not have dragged on into the start of the season. It would have been done. But I don't see a team taking on five years of dead cap space unless you are really going to make it worth their while. And that's like, okay, yeah, we want a first every year, <laughs> right. you know, or we want one of your top prospects of our choosing every year. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like, that's a real no, nice first round pick that you got there. Be ashamed that you got to give them to us this year, you know, like, because you're talking a lot of money here, a dead cat, 10 mil, you're talking of that, to having to pick up five mil of that at that four to five mil for the next five years. I mean, I heard, oh, the Arizona Coyotes could do that. No, not even the Coyotes are going to be willing to do that for that long. No, no. Not unless you throw an arena in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're going to build them an arena downtown, they will happily take that on for you. <laughs> yes. Um, but so that's why you're hearing, I think, Kachuk's name thrown in there. Um, because he's he, he, his cap hits over 7 mil, but in actual salary he's being paid this year is 9.5 mil. And I believe he signed his contract before the extension. So that means that his qualifying offer will be over nine mil next year because he's a restricted free agent. Um, so <clears throat> that's one way I could see that work. And I'd also heard Sean Monahan's name thrown out there because he's making like almost six point four mil a season for this season and next. Um, Elias Lindholm was thrown out there as well. He makes about four four point five, I think. But even then, you'd still have to toss another player or two in there. Um, that's the problem for for the uh, for the Flames um, is is they would have to immediately shed salary, find a way to shed salary, either directly trading with Buffalo or a separate deal with another team in order to be able to pull that off. The Golden Knights have at least one advantage right now is they've got Pasha Reddy and and Tuck are on long term injury reserve. Okay. So they've got that L. So they're over the cap by a considerable amount. They can use that LTIR space, trade another, throw another salary player into the deal, okay, and would have enough room to take on Jack Eichel. Now you can afford to do that in the short term. The problem becomes when Pacioretty, Tuck, and Eichel all have to come back to the roster. Then you got to become cap compliant, and that's where it becomes a nightmare. So that's why I'm thinking, okay, maybe they're looking at throwing Tuck into the deal, right? Because Pacioretty has has a no trade clause, I don't think he wants to go to Buffalo. So yeah, Tuck lacks any kind of no trade protection. He's from the Buffalo area apparently. So yeah, that you know, send him there. But that's where at least at least the, the Golden Knights would have that advantage for now. It's like okay, yeah, fine, we'll, we'll do that. We'll use the LTR space and we'll sort it out afterwards. The Flames would have to move that money now to make that that deal happen. Because they've only got a mil a million in cap space, right? So, you know, if they can pull this off, I'm going to be really interested to see what that deal looks like. Because you figure it would have to involve somebody like Kachuk. But here's the thing, though: if you're the Sabers, and here's why I'm a little skeptical of that. I'm not saying that you know, I'm not saying Kevin Weeks did not hear Kachuk's name thrown out there. I'm sure somebody told him that Kachuk may have been pitched to them. But Kachuk is a restricted free agent next summer who is also going to be a year away from unrestricted free agent eligibility. So if you're the Sabres, if you can't get any guarantees that you can get him under contract 
beyond the summer of 2023, you're not going to make that trade. Not unless you're going to flip him, you know, to another team that's be willing to take him on. Right. And you get yourself another a handsome return for him as well. That's the only way I see that making any sense, unless, you know, Matthew Kachuk wants to be close to brother Brady, who's, you know, <laughs> you know, going to Buffalo, he'd be somewhat closer to brother Brady in Ottawa. But even then, that doesn't make sense to me. Right. Yeah. Why would you if you're Matthew Kachuk? Why would you do that? I can I could see him wanting to 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 leave Calgary. I, I could see him wanting to move on from Calgary. All right. But if you did, why wouldn't you want to go maybe back home to St. Louis or to a to a better contending team? Right. Why Buffalo? Why would you go to Buffalo? You know. Right. Yeah, I mean, was- apart for the wings, which are delightful and, you know, they have a half decent football team now with the Bills. But other than that, I mean, you know, and hey, you're by the lake. So, you know, but I I don't see why you'd want to go to to a team that's been an absolute shit show for a decade like the Buffalo Sabres. So. Again, if if it happens, it'll be I'll be very interested to hear the explanation as to why he ex, he he'd be willing to do that and why the Sabers would take him on if they know he's not going to be with them beyond next summer, right? But anyway, because yeah. Kachuk's also going to be an RFA, no, or is he got a deal? I can't remember. Who Brady? Yeah, no, the other one, uh, Matthew. Matthew. Yeah, I just said, yeah, he's an RFA next summer, right? Yeah. But he's also a year away from UFA eligibility. He could just go to arbitration next year and say, I only want a one year deal. That takes him up to UFA eligibility in 2023 and he's gone. He's got that. Then he's just a St. Louis now. It's all coming yeah. together. It's all yeah. coming together. Yeah. In a way that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, but well, it's the NHL. What makes sense anymore? Exactly. Nothing, baby. We're all down. Yeah. It's, all right. So, it, update on the moose situation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it used to be called the Moose Family Center, and it used mm, to be no. members only. Mm, so it was like mm-hmm. a lodge. Yeah. They had lunch. They had bingo. They had stuff on Saturday night. It was great. They wanted bartenders. They had cover bands. It was fucking great. Um, now it's considered. Now it's called the Moose Athletic Club, and it's home to the only box lacrosse officially sanctioned box lacrosse team in the Maryland, Virginia, D.C. area. Sanctioned by whom? Uh, the uh, ULL. The Box it's Lacrosse Association. The Box Lacrosse Association. <laughs> the United Lacrosse League. Uh, and then, yeah, the fully sanctioned ULL USA governing body for Canadian Box Lacrosse in the United States. So automatically, Lau, you have to love them. Um, there you go. By law. Uh, you by can, law, I have to. Yeah. So you can. And they converted the, the center into a Box Lacrosse arena. So they got that going for them. So I'm happy for them. I'm oh, happy. I wonder if I can go to a game. It probably could, Johnny. I it's right down the road from you. I, I say go for it. What 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 do you have to lose, Johnny? And I. <laughs> have you ever <laughs> seen box lacrosse? My God, it's fucking brutal. It's a rough space, rough it rough sport, rough sport. It is not for the faint of heart. Uh, I will say that. Boy, how how fucked up is this? There we go. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. God, Maybe yeah, they fuck. need a box lacrosse photographer. There you go. You can be the box lacrosse guy. You can. That's what you can do. You can. That's gonna be. That's all. That's an extremely long Twitter handle. <laughs> box the hashtag box lacrosse guy. Oh no, nope, that's a little long. Uh, all right, uh, Lyle. Anything else that we uh, may have uh, missed in this adventure of uh, of self discovery oh. in life? Uh, I think we got enough of it for now. Let's have some fun. 
All right, let's have a little fun. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Allie, we've had enough self-discovery or life? <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just tallying up the scores right now, so talk amongst yourselves. I would give you a topic. Why the fuck is it box lacrosse? Like, why does it make the box lacrosse and not indoor lacrosse go? <laughs> Don't they actually play in boxes? <laughs> like, I thought that the attackers and the defenders couldn't leave the box. That's I why it was box lacrosse. I've never watched a game before in my life. I don't know. All I know is that the goalies wear like, like hockey pads almost, and they play a like a four by four goal, but the goalie like takes up most of the goal just by standing there and being a person. Why can't you be the photographer of this squad? Like a man, he just stands there and takes the cross balls to the head. <laughs> like a man. I'm glad like you specified the type of balls. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mark, I, you're giving me more work today. Um. <laughs> Lyle, uh, you play a block, box lacrosse? Were you a box lacrosse guy, or were you like me and hate it running? <laughs> uh, sadly, where I grew up, uh, we, they did not play lacrosse, sadly. But I really enjoyed They used to. They used to televise it. We used to watch it on TV regularly during the lacrosse season. Almost on the weekends, we saw the game. I thought it was fantastic, you know. Yeah. But uh, where, where I grew up, I grew up Poe in rural Nova Scotia, and we didn't have lacrosse, so. I'm sure you missed out. I just didn't like running. <laughs> it is the state team sport of Maryland. The state sport that's for individuals, Lyle, do you know the state sport of Maryland for individual sport? Individual sport? Yes. Lacrosse sure. is team sport. <laughs> what is individual sport? Okay. Um, um, Cross-country running. Right. You're Sorry, close. Jousting. Yeah. Yes. I thought it was jousting. Really? Yeah, it's jousting. Because medieval times? I don't fucking know. But I got a question, though. <laughs> uh, I, got a, I got a question to this. Uh, and I understand it's Maryland. We can do whatever the hell we want. Yeah. Is it jousting technically a team sport? Uh, you're riding know. a horse. What it, what it's it, not it, like you're running down <laughs> by yourself <laughs> with a but joust look, and like, hitting other his... people. Like, look, I'd be okay oh, that would be fun. Individual sport at that point. When we look at historically accurate movies, what did Heath Ledger? Was he with a team or was he by himself? He was part. He was by himself. I would yeah, say. but he, he was a horse. On a horse. Hmm? You can't joust without a horse. That makes that makes horse two of pieces off, of a team. First off, that's wrong. Have you watched American Gladiators? Second, <laughs> the horse is not people. They can't be considered a team. You don't have a symbiotic relationship with a jousting horse. What? Hold on. That's yeah, Does that mean that equestrian is, is, uh, is like an individual sport and not a team sport? Uh, wait, uh, how can equestrian be, be not be, be uh, how can that be, not be, 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 be a team be, be, sport? It's you and the horse. See? Uh, agreed. You're so, not by so yourself. For, for years, I've always wanted to, to pitch an idea to the Olympics of this like melee concept. It's like, pol it's like polo, right? Except, what's that? Like Smash Brothers? Yeah, Smash Brothers? exactly, like Smash Brothers. It's like it's like polo, the sport of polo. Guys riding on horses. <laughs> Except you have like four to eight teams on the field at any given time and everyone's jousting everyone. <laughs> and it's just this outrageous melee concept. So it's like I just and last man standing. Yes. Who wouldn't watch that? I'd watch that. <laughs> you could have a horseback version and a regular not horseback version. An individual version. Yeah. Yeah. An individual version, right? When you're not part of a team, I'm not part of the team. I'm gonna say then it would be then it would be every country against themselves. Yeah. Imagine putting like all 
you know, qualifying countries, 50 some countries. I don't know how many countries come to the Olympics every year, but one person from each country on the field at the same time, they just LARP and figure out who, who wins. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. It turns into like Olympic survivor. It just yeah. like a fucking Ren Fest, but like it's just all become. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'm down. It's like, could you imagine team fencing, but like every team at the same time? It's just like this massive Three Musketeers battle. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I was watch that. That's like, an, that's like an Errol Flynn movie, for God's sake. It'd be fantastic. Yeah, you're right. Why does it always have to be one on one? That's bullshit. Yeah. How much can I get for that stereo? Everybody get in there. Yeah. Can I, I just got to say, by the way, question, I, I never used to enjoy watching it on television. I used to thought it was so boring to watch. And then we went to Spruce Meadows and I watched it for the very first time. And it's it's like it's one of those uh, sports. Again, it doesn't sport, translate well on there. TV when you watch it live. It's fantastic. You get a real appreciation for, you know, for for the skill involved in it. So both equestrian and ice hockey. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I know. Right. I can never understand people who say that ice hockey doesn't translate well to TV. Of course it does. We never had any problem watching it. What the hell? I never get into that. I never right. understood that. Um, the broadcast were in English. It was fine. Um, yeah. Last week in the ECHL, Jerry Naylor helped me out immensely. Ten goals for me. Oh, coming in first. Johnny in second with six. Yes. Lyle in third with uh, four. And Mark, uh, just happy to be here with two. <laughs> That's uh, true. For the year, uh, Lyle 39, me 36, Mark 30, and Johnny's plans coming together. Yes. 24. Oh, All right. yeah, let's so go. We are in the SPHL, the Severna Park Hockey League, once again, uh, or Su- Southern Professional Hockey League, if you're being Southern proper Southern Professional about it. Hockey League. If you're being proper. If you're if, being proper about if, it. If, 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 you know, you're being real and not having the Anne Arundel County math to it. But like Pasadena, am I right? Shout out. Anyway. <laughs> Mark, you get to pick first this time. Yeah, I sure do, don't I? So this team. This team. This guy. Uh, this team. They play in a fantastic arena. They um, like they currently team. don't have a head coach. Ah. Which is really good because the player-coach model has always worked, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to go with the Vermilion County Bobcats. <laughs> they play I the just like the name. The David S. Palmer Arena. <laughs> <laughs> they play in Danville, Illinois. Great town. Love Danville. What, what so, I also appreciate how the Southern Professional Hockey League is moving into the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. There's they, teams in Illinois. Uh, they were founded the Southern Midwest, Johnny. Yeah. They yes. were founded and just joined this year. So good for them. It's fantastic. Brand new team. I'm sure that is, you know, some young blood is really good for the organization. Vampires. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and vampires. Um, and they're, they're, the capacity of their arena is 2,350, which I believe is roughly the same as Piney Orchard. So, <laughs> True. True. Good times. Uh, and how are they doing in the standings? I'm going to have to oh, check Mark, that out. Yeah, Probably not great. They don't listen, start till next they're, year. They're, they're a small crowd, but they're, they're 0-4. Um, oh. And they've scored five goals this entire season. All right, good times. Glad I picked Let's them. go. <laughs> <laughs> they're the Coyotes of the SPHL. Here's where they turn it around. They're the Bobcats. Yeah, exactly. Mark's gonna make them turn it around, baby. La, yeah, Lyle's turn. Okay. 
Sticking with my wrestling theme, of course, and that there's several I can choose from, but I'm going with the Quad City Lance Storm. There you go. Oh. Uh, Johnny. Uh, I, uh, God. So I'm just going to, I'm going to go with the uh, Bacon Mayhem. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they play in the making Coliseum. I would like to. Uh, uh, I would like to ask though, like, sure, their capacity is seven thousand one hundred and eighty-two seats. Like, huh? did they somebody walk around and count them? Like, where did like? I feel like round numbers uh, for arenas. Like, I here, but here's the thing. I'm very thrown off by how many teams in this league have sevens at the or odd numbers at the end of the fucking. <laughs> Like Carver Arena, 9,919. Uh, the Knoxville Civic Center, 5,937. Like, why would you, you can't sell tickets that way? There's always going to be an empty seat. I mean, they're single people. It's Alabama. Uh, no, they're with their, it's a, every, every night's a family night and a date night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just love the uh, preciseness of the capacity, though. True. I am going to, uh, I'm going to grab them cakes and pick the Roanoke Rail Yard dogs. There you go. They also have 8,672 <laughs> yeah. seats. Yep. Precise. At the uh, Berglund Center. I feel like the one I feel like the one arena that was uh, 9,919 seats, somebody just miscounted and they yeah. were like, fuck it, I'm not going back around this. Like, well, this is the capacity. We're just going to write that down. Now, this is where we're at. This is how we're yeah. living lives. Now I'm going to have to engrave an entire new ring. Fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> As I misspelled. <laughs> See, I have a question. How does a team that's just started this year not have a head coach? Wouldn't they no, give him like four games worth of a tryout? To... They fired him today. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. fired the head coach four games into the season. Fired him. Well, well, they did realize at, at first they thought Antonio Conte was still available. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, shit, Spurs already signed him? Oh, yeah, Mark, you missed this in the minor league portion of the show, which is to say it never happened. Um, but they fired their uh, they fired their head coach today. That's uh, so and, awesome. That is so awesome. They're like, yep, yeah, no, it's kind of... They named their new head coach today, too, so Wikipedia, sadly, is not updated yet. What's his name? I need to know. Uh, his name is uh they hold on they didn't put it in the, they didn't put it in the headline so you know <laughs> they, they hired, they hired a coach. oh it's 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 sean Leahy's close personal friend nick neidhart or oh uh, neidhart. like the third or fourth best neidhart but uh, it's okay yeah, yeah. sorry night neidhart the the uh e uh the emergency backup goalie to the stars sean Leahy's <laughs> close personal friend of his so there you go good times Yep. Um, that's how we do it. This is vacant how... after four games. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, Mark? I think I think that's fine, honestly. Like, like, fine. how do you get fired? Four games, and the what? What is that like? Is that like? Is that like two and a half weeks? Or three weeks? Five, it was two weekends. Two um, weekends. You got fired fourteen days yeah. into your job. He wasn't even supposed to be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he fucking they fucking scored five goals. Yeah. That's what happened. This is bullshit. I don't fucking need this. How did you get fired on your day off? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh boy. All right. Let's uh get to some good stuff. How about that? 
How about that? How about we get to some good stuff? Let's get some haha fuck you. Pierce Fart Dad. Pierce Fart Dad, indeed. On the board. <laughs> the board. Ding. All right, let's I go. Do, I do know that Lyle appreciated by Andrew Burdett. Isn't he a Thrasher's drop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did he, didn't he play for the Thrasher's? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> I don't know why my voice cried. Yeah, he did. Um, that's that's on me for doing that. All right, you know what? Fuck it. Let's let's fucking let's go. Let's go raw, no rubber on this one. All right. Let's think about let's think about it here. Let's go back to 2011, 2010, 2011. All right, we'll do that season. That's a, that's a season that none of us remember. And uh, let's go to the last game of that season, game 82. After the trade deadline. After the trade deadline. Uh, um, April 10th, 2011, from the XL Energy Center. Mm-mm. Stars take on the Minnesota Wild. Oh, Jesus. Oh, rivalry game. <laughs> rivalry game. The, the, uh, it was probably on Wednesday then. The Ted Green Cup. Um, <laughs> ready to go. We've got ourselves a full amount of skaters, full amount of goalies. By full amount, I mean two goalies. Okay. Ooh, boy, these teams are rough, so let's get going. Oof. Might be a short one, boys. Uh, okay. Lyle, go ahead and start us off. Stars, Wild, 2011, after the trade deadline. Oof. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, hang on, hang on. Mike Medano. Sorry. Oh, Oof. no. Oh, this is gonna hurt. Oh no, <laughs> this one's gonna sting, Johnny. Oh god, this is gonna leave a mark. I can tell, and I don't mean a Patonzo mark either. Miku Koivu. Miku Koivu was on the board. Yeah, oh, that, that was that would have been my go-to, but you you beat me to it. Lay up, um, Mark Sergey Zubov. Sergey Zubov, that's a good guess. Not on there though. What? Who the hell was Sergey Zubov? Probably retired at this point. What? <laughs> Who retires in 2011? What? In this economy? In this economy, exactly. <laughs> what? Huh? I don't care. Lyle. What? Lyle, you're up. Uh, he retired um... in 2009. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, that, that's especially in this economy kind of thing, because that's when the, the bus... Yeah. Yeah, well, That's maybe right. he bought a house in 2009 and was like, yeah, what's up? What are we doing shit. now? There's this thing called cryptocurrency. Let's fucking go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, cryptocurrency, because if you invest in it, your savings go into the crypt. Um, okay, two, 2011. Sure, after the deadline, though, so remember that. Uh, yes. All right, after the deadline. Game um, the Wild. Wild. Mm-hmm. Stars. Yeah, I'm sticking with the wild here because we were at the draft in 2011 in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Sure were. We had that standalone Sears. It was great. We had a yeah. bunch of- <laughs> I'll never forget the standalone Sears. <laughs> that was my um, view out of my hotel room was that fucking Sears. <laughs> um, Brent Burns? And Burns is on the board. Yeah, I thought that was his final season in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Wow. Um, uh, Nicholas Backstrom. Sorry, no Nick Backstrom. Oh, good guess. Good guess. Mark. Jamie Ben. 
Jamie Ben on the board. Good answer. Well done. Thank you. Lyle. Ah, hang on. Yeah. Sticking with the wild here because I'm having trouble thinking of any Dallas Stars in that time. Um, Dallas Stars won 42 games that season. What? Yeah, 42, 29, and 11. The Dallas Stars? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dallas? <laughs> really? I thought they sucked. I thought they sucked back then. I guess mm. I'm wrong. Um, hmm. Duffy, Dallas, Dallas, get the fuck out of here. Um, uh, <laughs> shit. Oh, I know this is going to be wrong. Marion Gabrick. Marion Gabrick. Yep, you were right. It was wrong. Yeah. I, he, <laughs> he was in New York by then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Johnny. Uh, Kari Lettinen. Kari Lettinen's on the board. There it is. There he is. Yeah, one of the two goalies of the uh, game. Oh. Mark, over to you. Uh, damn it, I had... It's been a while oh, since uh... I got a goalie. Sure. It has, actually. It's been a while. <laughs> um, it might be a little early, but Alex Goligoski. On the board, Mark. Wow. wow. Look at that guy. Nice pull. Oh, he knows his 2010-2011 Dallas Stars. Holy <laughs> shit. I couldn't remember when the the trade with the Penguins was, but it was right around there. Good pool on that one. Lyle, what do you got for that? It's a good thing that we said it was after the trade. Um, Right. It's true. It might have been that year. Yeah. Okay. Dallas Stars. Yep. Texas. (laughs) I'm thinking Brad Richards was still on the team then, so I'm going to say Brad Richards. Bet your bottom dollar it's on that there. He Finally. Got Jesus. I got rough, rough start right to this. There. Rough. Oof. Rough. Rough. Johnny, what do you Oof. got? Let's keep this going. Uh, Wait, what year did you say this was? 2010, 2011. Yeah, that was the year he got traded to Dallas. <laughs> a boy. There it is. He finally Eight. came into play. Came in and Andy. Well, who? Out in Kaligoski. Oh, go, go. Oh. Finally came into play, knowing that it was after the trade deadline. <laughs> yes, that knowledge definitely was what I was leveraging my pick on. Yeah, smart. Of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Stefan Robida. Stefan Robida's on the board. Look at you. Jesus. Keeping this going. Here we go, Mark. Come on, buddy. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Uh, let's see. Who would have played for the fucking one? Oh, uh, Philip Kuba. Philip Kuba, not there. I'm Damn. Sorry. Uh, Still in Tampa. Good guess, though. Good guess, though. Uh, Lyle. I'm going to go with... Brendan Morrow? Brendan Morrow is there. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> got him. Uh, then we got ourselves uh, John. I don't think I know like anyone on the wild. Yeah, I'm trying to. I got nothing. Um. Uh. Darian Hatcher. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you were going with Dallas there. I'm guessing. 
guess so. Even though you prepped us for the wild guess. <laughs> well, they threw the curveball. The catcher put down the two. Yeah. Six to 12. Jesus. Oh. Yeah. We talked about the moose earlier. Yes. Moose outside should have told you. That was a knuckle curve. <laughs> Mark to you. Um. Jeez. Uh, Cal Clutterbuck. Cal Clutterbuck's on the board. <laughs> got him. Got him. <laughs> Fucking got him. So yeah. good. That's so good. I started, when you said Brent Burns, I started going through alliteration names. <laughs> no way. Come on. Yeah. And really? then I, I mean, it, it took me from, you know, Brent Burns to now. We need to have like a two hour show on just how Mark goes through fucking yes. names for this game show. We'll do a mockumentary. Like, yeah. It, it, we need to like, we're like, Scotty will be like, all right, 2011. Mark's like, okay. So I figured out it's after the trade deadline. So I remember there was a documentary <laughs> in like the 2011, 2012 time frame. I was watching a Penguins Caps game. And. <laughs> And you said, you said, yeah, so you said Brett Birds would somehow <laughs> get the alliteration, and that's where I pulled Kyle Clutterbuck out of my ass. So. <laughs> ah, man. All right. Feeling pretty good. Turn. I got nothing left, but I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> Whose turn? That sounds like a great Wild. night. Ew. Oh. Um. <laughs> We're live, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. We'll edit this out in post. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, James Neal, the real deal. No, he's not here. Uh, not there, not there. Um, I think he went the other way in that Goligoski trade. He he might have actually. He might have. have it up. Oh, that would just be <laughs> ironic, one. <laughs> now, look. if you would have only taken into account the trade deadline, <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only. If only uh, that that is accurate. That is accurate. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't. I didn't look up the trade, but uh, the stat line makes sense. Twenty eleven. <laughs> twenty ten to twenty eleven from Dallas to Pittsburgh. Galagaski did the opposite. So. Now, I don't remember very many players in the Dallas Stars from that from that year. I don't know why. Apparently, they did quite well that year. Huh? I can't remember. No. Um, I don't know why this occurred, but. For some reason, Jonathan Chichu came into my head. Uh-uh, he's not there. Uh-huh. Chichu train, baby. Here we go. Mark, what do you got? What other name do you got for us now? Uh, I was going to stick with my alphabet theme and go with Devin Dubnik. Devin Dubnik, good guess, not there. Uh... Good guess, not there. All right, last, uh, last call. Lyle. Throwing a Hail Mary because I always throw his name out there before when we talked about the wild. Pierre Marc Bouchard. Pierre Marc Bouchard's on that board, baby. Oh, He's Jesus. The Hail there. Mary is caught. Yes. The one, the uh. one of his, How many games did he play this season? Let's take a look. See, how did that. He, how was, did all, he was always a gamble to, to, to ask his name because half the time he was hurt. 59 games that year. Oof. There we go. 59 to 82. That, was, that would be the. the he got progressively, yeah, it was a, the most games he would play the rest of his career in a single season. Because he went 37, 43, then 28. And then he retired at age 30. So. <clears throat> All right, Johnny, last call for you. Yeah, I can't think of a lie on goalie. So. 
I think it's I'm just going to... They're going to say a name. Yeah, I hope and so. I have no that idea. That is how we play this game. That's how yes. the game works. So <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Jason are not. Uh, are not there. Mm. Yeah, that was a good guess. Yeah, good that is guess. his name. It's in his yeah. name. It's true. He did it within the letter of the law. It is true. This is yeah. that is his eight of thirty-two. Yeah. Um. <laughs> see. <laughs> I'm gonna go with um a guy that may have been retired by now, a guy that we should have gotten prior Toe to Blake. now, a guy whose name probably was said earlier and I missed it. Sure. Yari Lettinen. Yari. He's not there, sorry. I said Kari Lettner. would have been retired by then, I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, for the Stars, Ben was mentioned. Adam Burrish on this team. Trevor Dare, Daly, Louis Erickson, Mark Fistrick, oh. Golagoski was mentioned. Jamie Langenbrunner on this team. Oh, oh Langenbrunner. Was that the link? Uh, I named no. him last week. No, it wasn't. Uh, Brendan Morrow was named. Steve Ott on this team. Uh. Toby Pet- uh, Peterson, Mike Ribeiro. Uh, Richard Robidas was mentioned. Uh, Brandon Siegel, Carl Scraston, Tom Wandell, Jason Williams, uh, Jeff Wolwicka, and Kari Lettinen and Annette. <coughs> For the Wild, Drew Bagnell. Uh, PM Bouchard was mentioned. Kyle Brodziak, The Link, Andrew Brunette. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so good. Oh, subtle chef's kiss, but there it is. Yeah. Uh, Brent Burns, Kyle Clutterbuck mentioned former Baltimore Bandit Matt Cullen, uh, Colton Gillies, Chuck Kobasu, everybody. Uh, Miku Koivu, Carson McMillan, Antti Mietinen, uh, Maxim Noro, Eric Nystrom, Jared Spurgeon, Brad Stalbit. Spurgeon. Yeah. Clayton Clayton Stoner, uh, Greg Zanin, and Annette. Number 60, Jose Teodor. Teodor. Oh, wow. man. The one year he played, the contract year he played. Jeez. Wild. Yeah, there was no chance I thought of him playing there. Mm. No, I don't even remember him playing there. So for no, some reason, I thought that they had a right-handed backup or a right-handed goalie. See? There. You make yeah. fun of me for my bullshit. No, but I thought it was like Chris Mason, though. You like probably think Josh Harding, perhaps. So. Uh, he played. Uh, he played that year. Um, uh, right. Yeah. And then he played for two years with the Panthers. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, he played two years with the Panthers. Allegedly. There uh, were sightings. <laughs> yeah, he was there, and he enjoyed himself. Uh, apparently. Who was the other goal? Let's see the other goalie in this. The, the, let's go to the 2011-2012. Yeah. In goal, uh, Jose Teodor, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, Makes sense. Anton Hudobin on this team. Wow. Oh. And Nick Backstrom was on this team, but he was, did not play this game. Yeah. Uh, I knew that Nick, Black, Nick Backstrom was on the team. Yeah. Yep. Played 51 games. Started 50 of them. The shit record. Uh, all right. Lyle, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. Hopefully Surprised next- we missed Andrew Burnett. I, I am too. I, I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah. We'll have to up our game for next week. Exactly. Uh, where it's all Andrew Burnett all the time, we will do a timeline of Andrew Burnett's history, and we'll do stats of his games. Yeah, just name all the teams that name, Andrew name Burnett stat- would on. Name Andrew <laughs> Burnett's stat line starting in his first year junior. We're going chronologically. Go. 
be what about, prepared. What about when he played in the Quebec uh, International Pee Wee Tournament? Obviously, you have to have that fucking stat line. It's in the history. <laughs> yeah, it's key. Yeah, it's key, everybody. Yeah. The whole, the whole, it's this, it's what holds the whole thing together. It's the centerpiece. It is. Uh, the, only, the only thing we need it more is him going to Malmo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Done. He would have been he the patron saint of the show. Exactly. <laughs> it would have been perfect. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, well. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. We'll talk to you next week. Hopefully, Dark. less litigation talk. Yeah, 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 let's hope for, for <laughs> with less litigation. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Talk to you um, next week, guys. All right, there he goes. Lyle Richardson, SpectresHockey.net. Uh, at Spectres Hockey on Twitter. Oh, Johnny, hit us some shout outs. We're going to give a shout out to the people who engraved the Stanley Cup. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> I feel like yeah. we've disparaged them enough tonight. <laughs> we've talked enough shit about them. Thank you very much. <laughs> Now we're not going to be part of the media for the Stanley Cup anymore. Uh, Good thing we weren't ever, I don't think. I will give a shout out to uh, seeing the real Stanley Cup because uh, Mark and I, I guess, apparently saw the real Stanley Cup now when uh, Eric Stahl and uh, Eric Cole walked into an FHM party with it. You know, that was the first time that they saw the cup. And if Eric Stahl's name is misspelled on the cup... <laughs> We that's, actually witnessed the first moment true. that Eric Stahl saw his name misspelled on the Stanley Cup. That is true. That was the first time they saw the Stanley Cup after it was engraved. Wow. That's <laughs> that I do vaguely remember Eric Stahl's reaction being a bit of shock and then like talking to somebody oh, who was standing on, next to him on. about it. You don't remember anything. Yeah, I don't remember anything about that night. It's a good point. <laughs> kind of a misnomer there, sir. Yeah, come on. Come on. There were lights and uh, bubbles. We lights. all know when you started that story that yeah. you don't remember anything about it. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, yeah, so got that. Give a shout out to uh, Mr. Kenyon. Um, and that's probably it. Probably good. I'll give a shout out to Scotty and Jen as well for sending me lots of cool stuff. Hell yeah. All right, Mark, what do you got for us? Yeah, it was very sad to hear of uh, Mr. Bernard Kenyon's passing uh, when we heard about it this morning. Uh, I'm guessing you guys talked about it a little bit before I got on. Mm -hmm. um, I, I am not by any means interested in chemistry. I'm, a, I'm an engineer. I like math. But that man was a genius. Somehow he, he, he got kids to learn so much chemistry that uh they i mean it, it, it mr kenny was probably the reason why I, I entered college as a sophomore with the the amount of chemistry knowledge i gained and the ap credits that i got from from that man so very smart dude um very intimidating man as well also very unintentionally funny man mm -hmm. there's so many stories from his classes that uh, are funny if you were there. If we told them on the radio show, you guys wouldn't. If you told them here, you guys wouldn't think they were funny. But I tell my friends that we're in our classes and we laugh and reminisce and it's good stuff. And cry. And cry because that, that class was the binders. Did, did you, you had Mr. Kenyon, right, John? I did not know. You did you, Sky? 
Nope, I did not. You never did? Nope. So imagine a three inch plastic binder. Okay, so right? it's three inches. Yeah. Like We're matching it. This big. Right. Pretty pretty thick binder. So that's what you show people. It's three inches. <laughs> this big. It's three inches ish. Okay. I'm trying to remember based on, you know, holding it in my hand. <laughs> the binder, I mean. Got it. Um <laughs> Scotty's going to kill me. <laughs> so anyway, he, we, we went through like four of those things throughout the year with all the work that he has done. 12 inches of binders. 12 inches of binders. I mean, that's a yeah. lot of paper, too. He was he was he was every every day. It was just every day he gave us more. <laughs> he was a funny dude, just unintentionally funny. Like, that's how we came up with the players thing. Because me, it was me, Jeopardy, and uh, Ed Schulteis out in the hallway being loud. And Kenyon had his door open. We we're talking about, uh, I don't know, I think we mentioned something about Ed Schulteis being a player. And a, or a player because he's, you know, dating all these chicks. And then Kenyon closes the door. As, he, as he's closing the door, he's like, ah, player, player, player. <laughs> I'm like, oh. I feel like uh, on some level, one or or two or maybe all of Scotty's characters have been influenced by Bernard Kenyon <laughs> on some level. Very sure, and I never like I, this is all hearsay from stories and interacting. Like like I said, I never had him for any kind of chemistry. So, yeah, ah, fuck, good dude though. Oh yeah, very sad. And, and he 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 was going strong for a very long time. I mean, he we when we were in school, he was like seven. When John was in school, he was like mid sixties, I think. When we were there, Probably. he had to be like 70, I think. I don't know. That's an estimate. I mean, you don't and he still taught for like an extra 10 years after that somehow. In 2013. Yeah. And we graduated in 01. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, the math I, checks out. Yeah. So he had to have been like at a, at a minimum approaching 80, if not already 80 by the time he retired. Incredible man. All right, I'm done. All right. Yep, shout out Bernie Kenyon, uh, the leg- a legend. Like, honestly, you think Mount, Mount St. Joe, you, if you mentioned to any Mount St. Joe uh, kid from, like, the 90s to, you know, when he retired, you mentioned Mr. Kenyon, fucking people know. Like, you, there, there's not, not that many people who have that kind of clout from St. Joe. So, shout it's out like to It's like the trifecta <laughs> is Hughes, Kenyon, Sigelski. Is there a fourth that needs to be in there? Maybe, maybe Elder McDivitt? Yeah, Elder McDivitt. So that's the, the Mount Rushmore? I would say. St. Yeah. Joe teachers? Yeah. And then and then Jerry Naylor gets his own statue, like, after. after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just builds it in front of Mount, the Mount <laughs> no, Rushmore. He asked, he asked us how to build it, and then make it. <laughs> uh, but there's two uh-huh. sides to it. There's a debit yes. and a credit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, shout out to Johnny, the, me getting the right address for Johnny's place. Thank yeah. God for that. Holy shit. Um, yeah, there's not much else. I got hockey this weekend, so shout out going back to the rink. Even though, yeah, fucking UND not looking great, so we'll see how that turns around. But that's it. That's all. Uh, for Johnny P, Mark with us. See, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been uh, Face Off Hockey Show. Part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction. Get us on all the pad catchers. Google, Apple, Spotify. Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeart, 
uh, tune in, all those places. Check it out. Um, social media, FOHS Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, uh, of course, if you want to sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Uh, give us piles of money, and we will give you content, possibly, maybe. Um, so that's it. That's all for everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.